This week's episode is brought to you by Colt 45 and Bananas, Breakfast of Champions. Hey, what's going on? This is Tay, the former co-host of Keep It Basement with the Sweens. I see the boy Sweens done blew up without me. You are tuned in to Keep It Basement and keep it locked here. Yeah. More fire. Come on, man. I'm too Hollywood for this podcast. Yeah, I heard you tried to get bitches to the crib. That didn't work, obviously. And then your bum-ass intern, very unreliable and unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> Hip-hop culture, I feel like I'm part of the hip-hop culture, but I don't know where I stand, and I feel weird about it. He's like, you should. Like, I'm like, marginal. All right, Sweeney, I'm going to see you later. Stay black, That's not so bad. Here we have it, folks. Keep it. Keep it basement podcast. Time to make my move. Sweet taste of victory like Oprah's Bumani. Damn, son, where'd you find this? He could take Logan Ball. Yeah. That's me, you retard. Yo, yo. Oh, I'm good. Gotta drink that water. All right, start her up. Keep it basement podcast. Tom Zappia, Mike Sweeney. Sean Kelly, Jersey Champs for a second time around. And Matt Alt, now that I know your last name, I still don't believe you, but I'll trust you. Matt Alton, Sean Kelly are in the basement, guys. Thank you for coming on. Create, creator Circle. Matt, if you knew you were coming on, Creator Circle. Uh, find them, Sean, Mike Kelly on Instagram, Matt, Matt underscore video? Matt's video. Matt's video yeah. on Instagram. Um, thanks, guys, for Trying to on. make Sean Kelly go deaf. He goes lower line. <laughs> I'm about to go deaf. Mine's really high right now. Thank you all for tuning in. Sean Kelly, founder of Jersey Champs. Can find him on social media at? Sean Mike Kelly. Just went over this. Well, I'm plugging his social medias. Find Matt all that. Matt's video. Matt's He's underscore a video. Videographer and photographer for weddings, hire him or I don't know. MMA. MMA? Hell yeah. Nice. Rolling Loud coming up. Hell yeah, New York. Nice. 
What's go- who's performing there? A lot of people. Uh, Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. Wu Tang, Jeezy, ton of rappers. Miami was amazing, no. but it was a little sketchy. Why? Uh, there were two shootings. Not good. Jesus. Lil Wayne didn't get let in. Let in. Oh, not good. Um, That's good. Yeah. Just kidding. NBA, NBA Youngboy got in a shooting, I believe. Oh, I love him. His bodyguard killed someone. The fuck is that? I got excited. You're like, you want to go to Rolling Loud? I'm like, yeah, sure. He's like, yeah, that'd be 25000 <laughs> 2000 <laughs> Just kidding. Artist passed, though. Yeah, that's sick. I guess press is different. Artist is probably like, what, backstage? You get to see everything, yeah. do everything. You should apply for a press one. I should have. I didn't even know. Yeah, so. So many concerts. Who have you made uh, jerseys for recently since we last spoke? Got to tell the people. Uh, Damien Lillard, Logan sick. Paul has worn some on his podcast, Big Mike. Um, trying to think. Just. A lot of micro-influencers. Those are probably the biggest ones. What do you mean micro-influencers for the people listening? People under a million followers. That's us. That's like micro-listeners? Because I know micro... You told me not to micromanage. Now there's micro-influencers. Uh, micro-influencers. Micro-influencers. Yeah. Well, They're micro not- just means low numbers. That's crazy. But micromanaging, you're not, a, you're not with micromanaging at all, right? Not anymore, yeah. What, at what point do you stop micromanaging a business? When it's affecting your productivity. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. And then you got a mattress too recently, right? I was yeah, looking. I got a free king size mattress. <laughs> now that I'm a influencer, nice. <laughs> and a Chipotle card. Yeah, they sent ten free entrees, um, bunch of shirts and stuff. Yeah, your Snapchat's fucked up. It makes me hungry every time I go on there. I want to eat because you're always promoting food. <laughs> yeah, delicious Instagram page. How, how do you? How does one go about that? If like, say, if someone asks, like, "Hey, how do I get a Chipotle card?" Uh, you just need to be a micro influencer or an influencer. You say it's so easy. Like everyone could just be an influencer. You just need to figure out a way to grow your following and be different, be unique. Gotcha. And then you sign up for it. Do they reach out to you or vice versa? I DM them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you have any questions, Matt, you could ask Sean throughout the interview. Don't be afraid or anything. Just let me know. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you, we kind of threw you into this. I don't know if you, <laughs> yeah. you know, wanted Fuck to. Fuck it. That's how you get it done. I don't know if you know what was happening really. But um, yeah, I don't know. I've been just like seeing so much more in terms of like, you know, I don't want to talk about Instagram the whole time, but like on Instagram, well, social media is a huge thing. It's not just Instagram; it's everything. With like know? social media influences and these algorithms and shit, it's like you get so many random entrepreneurs looking at your shit. Oh, I told them about the. Uh, I told them what you told me about how. But a lot of them is just automated bots that they have just run through accounts and like look, view, or comment or whatever, right? Yeah, a lot of Instagram's automation, but they're cracking down on it. So really? it's probably too late to get into it now. No, he's like, because he's like, dude, this entrepreneur looked at our story and he's verified. I'm like, nah, Sean Kelly told me they probably didn't really look. No, I, who, who I didn't. It? No, I didn't. I've never said that. I just said, there's, like, we're getting hundreds and hundreds of views on our stories out of nowhere. And the first few were always like just random entrepreneurs. And I'm just like, how is this yeah. happening? But then and you I click to like the next one. But then you click to the next one and it'll be like no entrepreneurs looking. So it's just like an algorithm thing. And it definitely wasn't happening probably like six months ago. And there's porn stars that look too. And I'm like, are they looking at me through Fleshlight or is it they're like, I was like, or are they just really not looking? Like, is it just a bot? I can't tell. So the way it works is it's called a mass story viewer and it can view up to 5 million stories a day. That's crazy. And what it does is it targets the followers of pages they're targeting. So if they're targeting Fleshlight, they can target all their followers and then it'll view the stories of all those people. Right. And you probably follow them. Or so, or if you just followed like entrepreneur people, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of entrepreneurs and hot girls are using this because yeah. they're growing quick. Very from true. It. And what's with these Russian bots? I feel like Trump's after me or Putin. That's I where ke- the software is made in Russia. I keep getting hot Russian girls looking at my shit, and and like it's weird. Yeah, that's where the software was developed originally. So, and I get confident, I start DMing them, and they don't answer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, tell me something between you and the thousands of Cuban basement listeners and the millions, like The Rock and Stone Cold say in wrestling. No, I'm kidding. But were you one of the uh, social media people who helped Antonio Brown out? Uh, no, I stayed pretty silent on the matter. It was a bit too controversial. Because <laughs> he, he wanted to get released quicker from the Raiders, and he hired social media experts to uh, find a way to release him quicker. And they were like, yeah, just do a video dissing the team. And then he did, and he got released. It didn't end up working out, though. He's, well, he went to the Patriots for one week, and then it didn't end up working out because he had rape allegations and all that shit. So, yeah, not good. Then he said he doesn't want to be in the NFL anymore, and then today it says he does want to be in the NFL still. Yeah, yeah it's his whole career. I mean, he sucks. <laughs> yeah. And uh, who are you listening to now? Like, you gave me some good gems last episode of, like, the influence you listen to or, like, the motivational speakers. Like, who are you on now, Hard? Yeah, so my... It's changed, definitely, since last time. Now it's Sam Ovens, if you know him. Ah, you, you said that in an interview. I was like, who the fuck Ovens? is that? Yeah, I don't know him. Uh, he owns consulting.com. Gotcha. And he just talks about mindset and optimizing your brain and body. And that's uh, where I've been at lately, maintaining my health, because I've been really unhealthy lately. Like a lot of unhealthy food or just like traveling, not working out and all that? Yeah, I travel a lot, so I get sick a lot. And my body's been weak. You sound a little stuffy. Been, yeah, I'm a little <laughs> sick now. I haven't been lifting, so yeah. Damn. So he just talks about better mind, better health, all that. Like, what are some gems? Like, what is the thing you got out of it that you could that someone could take from this podcast? Uh, I guess just like, so he optimizes his whole schedule. So he, every tedious task he outsourced, like cooking, cleaning, yeah, 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 yeah. all that. So his only focus is work. So you got to be Wish successful already to do that, though. You can't because if you have no money, you can't just hire everyone for everything. Yeah, chefs are expensive. That's like the last step. But yeah. I mean. Someone to manage your socials probably be the first step. So pretty much just focus on your love life, your passions, and your work, and that's yeah. it. Not bad. And then, like Ed, My- Ed Milet said, that these people are trying to be motivational speakers or influencers, and they only have 43 followers, so no one's going to buy into the product. So like now more than ever, you need to have a good social media following. Yeah, I mean, you got to work your way up. I started speaking a year ago, and I was paying for all my flights and like hotels then, and now I'm at the point where they're paying for that. I'm still not getting paid because that's like three years down the road. So it's a long-term game. So it's kind of like an investment. In a way, you're kind of like a comedian, like a Shane Gillis in a way where you're opening Shout up for Shane. people. And you're paying for your flights and all that. I'm not saying he is, but at one point he probably did with comedy because it's the same thing. Yeah, you got to start somewhere. I mean, no one knows you at first. But then if you deliver a really good performance, people are going to ask you. Now every time I speak, someone comes up to me and offers to fly me out. So now when you're doing all these speaking engagements, how does the affect the business? It's kind of just like automated a lot of the times. So you got people doing that? It helps with my personal brand a lot. I wouldn't say Jersey Champs that much, but like it gets gets my name out there, and now I can like consult for people and help other people grow stuff like that. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Is your <laughs> do you think do you are you more intrigued are you more intrigued by helping other people like consult and by consulting and, and doing and helping them with marketing or focusing on Jersey Champs? Uh, so Jersey Champs is all automated now. Uh, the only thing I do is like the influencer stuff and Instagram. Right. And I really like connecting people together and watching them grow together. That's yeah. like a passion of mine. That's why I have these free networking events. And I usually actually lose money on the front end because really? I have to pay for the venue and the food right. and everything. But I know on the back end, it's such a good return because I'm making so many connections and stuff like that. Yeah. that I know it'll pay off. Yeah, I feel like that's an inevitable like trait in an entrepreneur or you know someone some sort of creator they like to they like to connect other people create like i know mike likes to do that matt i don't know if you want if you want to jump in i'm sure you fucking run into people all the time in your field so i mean like i guess it makes you feel better when you can make a you know create a relationship from two people but i mean the fact that jersey champs is fully automated now which like you know takes a lot off your hands but you still see great you know results coming from it it probably makes you feel good 
Yeah, it took three years to get to that point. Yeah. The toughest part was like the fulfillment side because you got to have a sourcing agent in China that speaks good English and can fulfill all your orders in a timely manner. Wow. And Amazon's really like screwing up uh, a lot of e-commerce companies with their one-day shipping now. So people really? expect shit super quick. So like shipping from China is super quick. is hard. Oh, you yeah. sometimes you get negative reviews like, I didn't get my jersey in time, motherfucker. Yeah, because <laughs> we got it down to like a week now, but we used to take like two to three weeks, so... Took a while to get there. That's what happened. Uh, do you know who Dan Snow is? Yeah, He's an entrepreneur. So I went to high school with him. Yeah, no way. I talked yeah. to him all the time. They're yeah. they're good funny. friends. I've, I've done oh, a sick. bunch of videos with him. I just nice. went to high school with him. Uh, but that was the case with Goat Case for a while when he yeah. had that, like, because like trying to ship it out, like people would be like, "Oh, where's my shipment? It's been like two weeks," and now everybody expects it like uh, immediately. Like you said, like Amazon yeah. Prime, like. You know, sometimes I'll order like parts from like B and H Photo, and I get the next day. So, yeah, how do you keep up with that? You know, yeah, he's come a long way. Yeah, he runs rap, and yeah. that page blew the fuck. It's up. crazy now. Yeah. Five mil, I think. Yeah, I'd love to do interviews for rap. He was doing them at the uh, VMAs in yeah, Jersey. He could definitely, you could definitely get him to come here. Is he going to Rolling Loud? Yeah, probably. Nice. He gets like media passes everywhere now. Nice. Yeah, let's get him on. Yeah, that'd be cool. We have the same alumni. With these masterminds, I was asking, I had some interesting questions. Like, you taught Chicago. Like, how the fuck is it? Like, it seems so cool just to go talk in front of yeah, people. Yeah, that was random. I was on a podcast yesterday, and the guy lived in Chicago, and we just decided to throw one yesterday. Really? He's like, yeah, let's do a mastermind. I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. So we just pay for the venue, pay for the food, and then have people come through, and uh, it's a good time. And then how much is the event in Chicago? Uh, it's a free entry. Nice. Yeah, we try to keep the GI free and then VIP paid if they want to stay after and get dinner or something. But uh, That's general admission, that's a good Tom. That's to do it. GA. Thanks, Mike. He's doing codes up here. No, it's funny because I always see the Shark Tank guys always doing free uh, stuff in Trenton or Somerset at the hotels and stuff. But sometimes it says they're not there. Uh, yeah. So it's like you go there and he, the guy's not even there, like uh, Damon John or whatever, but like his uh, like his crew is there. Yeah. I, I prefer mean, if he was The real there. money in those is on the back end. So Oh, like signing people up, getting people on We'll try stuff. to get as many people there as possible and they won't really care about the price. And then sell nice. them. Is it like when you go to these influencer things, is there like women there? Like do influencers like pull a bunch of like Instagram models and bitches? Like, is, I feel like is there like wild <laughs> orgies or is that just not the right event for that? Not like, does it get wild at no, night? There's barely any girls at these uh, masterminds. Really? Like let's, two, let's, let's just call it like these guys are smarter than girls, you know? They're just into <laughs> different shit. Like, there's like two girls. Yeah, I know, but a lot of these girls are internet savvy now and probably like would love to work with influencers. Yeah. It, how does like I someone even models. get, how does someone get in the mix? Like, how could you tell if someone's real or not? Like, really pulling shit. Like, like I said, like the Ed Milet thing. What if the guy has like 43 followers, says he's a motivational speaker, but he's like full of shit? Uh, you don't want to base it off followers. You want to base it off engagement, like how many comments, views they're getting and just like do your research. Like people are spending thousands on these courses from people that are just straight bullshit. Like they're not doing their research. Can a small like business owner go to these events? Can anyone go really? Yeah. They're not too much. Gotcha. Gotcha. What about like people who are, you see people, I don't know. You see people paying for courses and, and you're just like, what are you doing? Like, how can you judge that? There's good courses out there. Yeah, because that's I mean, what I'm saying. Like, there's gonna be some. There's gonna be some good ones. Yeah, I've seen over a hundred, and I'd say maybe twenty percent of them are worth it. But those ones that were worth it were like insane returns. Right, like the stuff you learned. You got any? You got any mind that you loved? Sam Ovens. <laughs> Man, this guy yeah, Sam Ovens get free promo. Yeah. Free promo over here. You know so like, no, I don't. But uh, <laughs> so for these courses, they're online that you could take. Yeah, online. But there's a ton of free. What's ones like and... the top like price tier? Because, like, so, I just paid $600 for a course from one of the top, like, wedding videographers. Jesus. 
Wow. You know, like, could they charge that? Would people buy it? Uh, yeah, Sam Ovens is 5000 Wow. You paid for it? Or you got a discount? I, I worked some magic. Allegedly. Yeah, can I get in that Gmail? The, I know I'm not an entrepreneur, but I would love to get in that entrepreneur Gmail yeah. that you guys have with all the I free got, content. He's an entrepreneur in his heart. I'd really love you for but, that. Because don't you want me to be better in life and successful? And be like, yeah. yo, I know Sean Kelly. Sean, Sam Ovens, great hair. I mean, if, <laughs> You're I, a sick if I do like the course, I actually buy it. So Gotcha. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, I was wondering about, I don't even know if I say the word right, I'm going to get made fun of compartmentalizing. Yeah, sure. So like, you know what I'm talking about? Like segmenting things? Yeah, it's like it's like someone uh, gave me an analogy in hip hop. It's like a building where you have a floor for your business, another for your social media, another for your speaking engagements. Mm-hmm. For you, is that the case to be successful or is everything all put together? Um, this year I've been focusing heavily on my personal brand since I automated Jersey Champs right. for the most part. So I'd say that's like 80% of my efforts this year. Do you have to do that where it's focused, like you have a floor for everything, or is it all mashed together, though? I like going one business at a time, personally, because if you're doing so much shit at the same time, I find your focus isn't like there, and you won't reach your full potential. So how much time do you put on one business before you see a return to, to you know take on another whatever? Jersey Champs took like three years yeah. before I felt safe enough to dive into the personal brand. But I know people doing so many things at once. And some of them pull it off, like Daniel, but yeah. a lot of them don't. You you told me that. You were like, dude, it's a red flag when there's too much going on for someone because you can't yeah. focus on one thing. But for you're the guy with 20 different Instagrams now. I don't run them all, though. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's best to just do, like, the Jersey Champs, take a couple of years, then work on your personal brand. And That's then, the way I do it, yeah. I'd, I'd have to agree, though, because I feel like if I do too much, you don't do anything, like that quote, you know? So where do you want to go with your uh, personal brand? Uh, I kind of want to do what, like... Gary V's doing like mm-hmm. Drock, yeah. Like he gets paid for speaking engagements. I want to yeah. be at, on that level one day because I think I have a pretty cool story with like the drug addiction and then turn that into like a positive thing. Mm-hmm. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> Xanax, right? Yeah. Yeah, back in the day, Rockers. Yeah, Rockers. <laughs> we talked about it last time. We could touch on it if you want. Yeah, I mean, I just was on Xanax for a month or two straight. Felt like a day, and then. Uh, I didn't taper off it, so I stopped completely, which is a big mistake. And then I had a seizure, and then... Yeah, you gotta, yeah. like, wean off it. Yeah, I didn't so, wean yeah, off it. Yeah, that's wild. Came a long way. That's a sick ring that you got. Yeah, custom ring. Uh, has Jersey Champs engraved. That's sick. That's cool. Yeah, yeah it was on a Snapchat. You yeah. you respond back to me pretty quickly for for a derelict like me. I'm I'm surprised. I'm happy you do that. <laughs> on I Snapchat, it. I do, yeah. And text and stuff. It's not yeah. too bad. Yeah. Well, I just got a new number, so it should be super quick now. I, when I typed in the number at first, it was like some L.A. number. Yeah, because I'm moving there next year. Oh, what? Really? So you're like, what is that? Is it like a vision board thing where you put your number in L.A. so you have it ready? Don't leave. I guess, yeah. The lady was like, pick your error code. And I'm like, might as well do L.A. now. Really? Yeah. How come you got rid of the old number? You. Oh, man. I would wake up to over 100 texts a day. It was too much. Wow. It's just like random people? like or just No, like... totally my mistake. I gave my number out to everyone. Yeah, like at these conferences and DMs and stuff. Totally my mistake. Yeah, yeah and it's just too much. Is yeah, stressful. Too much. Do you get anxiety when you see like the your inbox at three hundred and stuff? I'm not stressful, but it's just time. I have to respond to everyone. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you coming out to do the interview. I felt bad trying to set it up all the time because I know you got a lot of shit going on. No, yeah, I've been sick and like just flying everywhere. 
Yeah. Talk about the uh, comedy club you recently went to, Stress Factor. You liked the whole vibe? Stress Factor, yeah. Like I told you, I liked uh, Shane better than Michael, but it was fun. Shane, Shane Gillis, Gillis, he was in the news. We talked about it last podcast pretty well. He's already heavy. You already know. Yeah, yeah I'll be making him too. jerseys either way. Um, really? Yeah. Because it's like he's not so big on social media, but you found him to be funny and his engagement's pretty good, and especially and he, well, with the recent, recent controversy. Yeah, he only has 30K, I think, but he's killing it so yeah and you said he has like you'll fuck with someone who has talent regardless yeah that's, that's the good. thing with comedy is just because you have low social media doesn't mean you're not hilarious or something like I that I know but as an influencer if you look at certain things it's, the engagement's important too and that's what I was saying that yeah for like, someone like Sean but he but Shane Gillis isn't an influencer he's just yeah, a comic I know. and he's good at it yeah some people have cult followings and he he's yeah. one of those people yeah. like even though the follower count's not high his engagement's super high yeah it's from his appearances on other platforms too that have given him a shot like Bonfire Kill and Legion of Skanks and uh, Come Town and shit like that. Mm. That's funny that you saw Rappaport and you said that Shane Gills was funnier. He is by I far. Didn't, I didn't tell him that. Uh, uh, Fuck yeah. Rappaport. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. But uh, yeah, you're making Rappaport jerseys? Yeah, I ran into him in the bathroom. It was actually <laughs> really awkward, but I pulled it off. What'd you say? Hey, was, man, I own a company. Hey, wait, it want? was awkward. He was trying to get a blowy? No, like, <laughs> no. so I was taking a shit, and then I walked by, <laughs> and my head was down, because I don't want to look at anyone in the bathroom, and then I look in the mirror, and I'm washing my hands, and I just see him next to me, like, staring at me, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck, and I'm like, what's up, dude, and my hands were wet, so I couldn't, like, shake his hand. Give him a wet dap. So oh, I man, just, just like a shit. I walked by him, and then we had a weird, like, goodbye, so... <laughs> And then you just DM'd him and connected with him? DM'd him and it worked out, yeah. You said, hey, I was a guy from the comedy club? <laughs> no, I said, hey, we DM'd in the past and you ignored me. <laughs> really? Yeah. And he did? Yeah, he left me on red. A lot of people leave me on red. That was my next question. I was going to say, how do you like, because in a recent interview, you talked about how people you looked up to or celebs or influencers used to never answer you or leave you on read, mm -hmm. uh, red, and now you're cool with them. Does that offend you? Or are you like, fuck it, at least they know me now? Uh, I don't blame them. Like, from their point of view, like, are they going to trust a kid with, like, 5,000 followers? So no, like, it was hundred. It was when you're like low. It was lower at the time. You just never answered. Yeah, I mean, I've been doing it since I had around five thousand, but now I get more. And especially since I'm on the uh, creator profile, all your stuff's at the top now. What does that mean for the so people listening? Instagram released a creator profile, and there's a business profile, and then your personal. If you're on the creator one, um, your messages go straight to the top of their requests. Oh, that's sick. So yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool to How have. Do you that. get on the creator profile? You gotta have X amount of followers. Uh, I don't know what the requirements are. You guys might have it, but it's in your settings. You go to account and then switch. Yeah, I wonder how many actual DMs those giant people are getting every day. Probably insane. Like a lot, thousands, a lot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's lot. cool. You go right to the top, though. That's important for people. Yeah. You still get left on red now, or it's like not, not as much? Yeah, I do. Really? Uh, not as much as before. What are you going to do? It's tough. Sometimes people don't even look, though, if they're not following you, you know? Yeah. But so I've been, uh, lately I've been on TikTok. Have you tried that one yet? I'm yeah. getting into that. It's the I app made it with the music app, Everyone's right? blowing it, but like, I don't know much about it. Wait, you like that? What's the thing? It's like There's so much um, visibility there. Yeah. All the attention's there. They have more users on Instagram now. Yeah. They have a ton of money. That company's backed by a ton, ton of money. Of money. Yeah. It's a very young demo right now, but once it matures and they become buyers, it's going to be dangerous. Do you think that's the next thing? Yeah. Just, I don't know how Gary V feels about it. I haven't heard from He's him. He's been preaching it. Really? Yeah. I've been trying to invest in it, but I don't think he can yet. The stock. Yeah. A lot yeah. of those companies, though, the music companies like that, they get hot and they get cold. There was another one that was like that, too. Everyone was going on, and it's not as much. Well, it's like Vine. Musically, it's pretty good, though, TikTok's too, right? different. They merged into TikTok. Musically? Yeah. Uh, okay. They were good. No, TikTok's definitely key. Yeah. 
So how could uh, one bring value, like an example of providing real life value? Because everyone's at saying like you need to provide value in a podcast or anything you do, and it's such a vague answer or like topic. Yeah. How do you like give an example to that? I mean, one kid I know that took the route you guys are doing with podcasts is just his name's Casey Adams. I don't know if you know him. Mm-hmm. He blew up just from like slowly getting better and better entrepreneurs on his podcast. A lot of and phone interviews, right? Or is it all? Um, like online, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Camera, I believe. Um, and he just had the owner of the Houston Rockets on last week. That's, like he worked his way up to that point. Like it's crazy. That's sick. And I think if you just slowly work your way up, like Joe Rogan did, like you can make it. Yeah, like I don't know if you read that book. Was it how to influence people and stuff. How to win fl- friends and influence yeah. people. Yeah. In the book, there's like a premise about it. Pretty much, like there was like a I- ideology that some like psychologist said back in the day. But he's kind of weird. I think it might have <laughs> been Sigmund Freud. I'm not sure. But if you make people feel better and make them feel important. That helps bring value, like whatever you do. And then also, sex always sells. Sex always sells, yeah. Yeah. Like, flashlight, shot to flashlight, because I guess sex sells for them. <laughs> but, like, because like, if, if I'm a comedian, say I'm a comedian, providing value will be making people laugh, but then you have to monetize that. You know, it's not, it's not easy. You yeah. got to put yourself out there, too. Yeah, we talked about it last time. Not a lot of comedians make it. Yeah. Because you didn't understand how they just do open mics and stuff and don't put themselves on social media. But now they're doing the social media route and they're actually putting, like, what the joke is, they're typing it in into the thing and it's going out there like the Andrew Schultz's, all the different comedians are doing this thing where they just put a video out and then they do the comedy. Yeah. On Instagram, so it's key. I mean, you know King Batch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just went from like skits to like making it big. Just well, from he was like, he had one of the most biggest followings on Vine. Yeah, Vine. And, then and that then... chick Brittany Furlong. Yeah. Would you say chick or chink? Chick. Oh, I was like, what the hell? And even if I said chink, fuck it, just kidding. Shane Gillis. Sean Kelly's party agent. Yeah, but I know. But mean? Joey Diaz says it. I know. Got dinner with him last month. Who? King Badge. Really? Yeah. In LA. What did you guys do? What was it for? It wasn't me and him. It was like me and him and like 10 other people. How do you, like people listening, because I asked Mickey Gall this and it was like a key theme of the thing, like bring an opportunity. Like he got a fight with CM Punk. It was like a great thing. He just started doing the UFC and he got in big with uh, CM Punk and won that fight and get great opportunity from it. He called him out. How do you gain great opportunity from the things like you're getting dinner with King Bach in LA and you're doing all these things like what is your wisdom here for the uh, listeners Literally whatever they do networking your way to the top like in, I any, got in anything I mean same thing with video too yeah. it's all about connections, connections. and networking yeah. I DM'd one guy his name's Cam and he just knows a lot of people in LA and he's like you want to go to catch I'm like yeah he didn't even tell me King Bach and like nine other actresses were going to be there really that's awesome and they just combined tables with him and yeah does your girlfriend get mad if you go to LA without her or if you're there and there's like all these like hot Instagram models? It's been getting better. <laughs> but at first, oh my gosh. She yeah. threw away the flashlight. Yeah, she threw away the flashlight. <laughs> I did personally. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so you're big on providing value to celebrities with a large audience, like giving stuff away for free. But in the video world, remember I got shitted on on that conversation call? Oh, yeah. The video that guy, guy, old guy, what was his name? I don't know. He's cool, though. <laughs> I understand his point. Video people are kind of the opposite. They don't want to give stuff away for free because that shows that, what is it? What Talk about think, it. Like, there's like no value it in depends. your product. If, if the other person could return and give you value, then I, I go for it. So it's but, all about a favor for a favor. Yeah, but if it's like, for instance, the guy that we were talking about, like he only does commercial work. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, what kind of value can you get from that? Like, do they have... The other thing is if like you do stuff for a lower price, then 
all their friends are going to hit you hit you up for that price. So as soon as you drop your value, you're kind of done. So right. how do you know, yeah. like a hit or miss, say if you help a celebrity out, like a skinny from the nine, like a King Botch, <laughs> and it never falls through where no one buys that jersey or they don't even give a fuck because they like kind of just took the jersey from you and used you and didn't, you didn't get anything in return. Like I how mean, do you how do you figure that out? It happens all the time, but you the, take risks? the deals that do work out like Fourth heavily it, outweigh no. like... I send probably a hundred jerseys, maybe twenty of them. I'll get a photo of, and only like three to the three of them I'll make money on. But Good thing you didn't make a Takashi Six Nine jersey. No, yeah. probably made a, make like a rat one with his. Yeah, I might make a snitch, snitch nine one. one. Oh my god, <laughs> that'll be a number one seller. Yeah. So that's a that's another important thing I think. Being a part of the conversation of the culture you're in, like you don't care if it's Hillary jersey or Trump jersey, and like the snitch nine thing is a trendy thing, and you look yeah. for that. You like look, you find the trend of the the culture, and you're like, all right, let me get involved and get a jersey here. Yeah, I Smart. mean that's gonna be a big market. This guy's making uh, snitch nine Halloween costumes, <laughs> and he uh, he worked, Mike, you gotta wear one of those. When we do a video. With. <laughs> he worked out a deal with World Stars. So they're doing a profit split he's about to make a million dollars off those that just some random guy was a business owner i consult for him that's sick talk about the consulting stuff you do you help people out with businesses yeah so like people at masterminds that need help with like instagram or influencers or sourcing products i've been getting into lately that's crazy and it's basically just because you have networks and connections and know what you're doing yeah i know someone like pretty much everywhere now so i could just refer them yeah it's all networking and connections what do you think about the people who don't agree with you like it devalues a product when you give it away for free I guess it's different. A jersey that I mean, might not be cost a lot to make compared to like your time and energy yeah. doing a video. Yeah. Well, yeah, like with a video, it's like a day shoot and then like two days of editing. Sometimes, like yeah, you that's could, a lot. More it's effort. a lot. Like you know, you got to know when to like kind of pull the trigger and don't like. Gotcha. I took a trip to uh, the World Baseball Classic like a year ago, and it was basically for oh, free. Yeah, you told us about this. Yeah, and. Uh, there's this guy named Monster99, and he's basically a lifestylist slash barber. He used to be David Ortiz from the Red Sox, mm. his barber, and we connected in New York. And I went there for like four or five days and filmed, and he just paid for like travel expenses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then I had literally like eight days of editing in total, you know, of time. And I didn't, so it's just like, yeah, I got to meet like all these baseball legends and like I was in the hotel playing video games with like it was a cool experience, yeah. but at the end of the day like it, I, yeah, you got to so it's just like I guess if you're comfortable where you are with your money, you could do those things For the in the video purposes. world and like it might get you like a cool connection, but like it's it's tricky trying to like um kind of be like a d-rock for somebody because i know like d-rock for gary he gets you know paid like a salary mm. and he just films constantly and that's what he gets a year it's like how do you pay someone a day rate when it's just like it's hard would you rather be paid on a salary basis <sighs> if it was a re- if it was for like will smith then yeah <laughs> it, it, you know it, it depends on the person because it's like what like is there a fine line of like when do you stop filming and editing and like it's just constant, you know? Yeah. If you're the only person, like, my friend, like, his name is uh, Rico. He does... Um, Shout out Rico. Yeah. Shout out Rico. He uh, films uh, this this guy. He does fitness in New York City, and, like, it's just every single day. Mm. Like, he does that, and it's based on his salary, but it's it's hard because you have to... Literally, you're following them around the whole time. So yeah, it's you like... You get sick of it, right? And you want to just do your own shit? Plus the editing. Yeah, it's just constant, but, like... It's cool because there's a lot of videographers that are just like following these like influencers or like entrepreneurs everywhere. And like I've tried it and it's just like temporary stuff usually doesn't work. You yeah, know, so my just friend, to test the waters. My friend Patrick, 
What's up, Sam? Sam's entered the, the building with his schmedium. The headquarters. Hello, Sam. Go ahead. Go ahead uh, my friend Patrick, who owns this ring company, he has 700K on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And he used to pay his editor like hourly. Yeah. And he realized like the quality of work wasn't there. Because he wasn't motivated, so he now he pays him hourly plus commission of the ad revenue of the videos. Okay, oh, so we get so yeah, he has like incentive, like hey, to make if a this really is a good sick video. edit, you're gonna make more yeah. money. So yeah, he gets that makes twenty percent of the video. Now. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty smart. Yeah, yeah. someone like uh, Mickey Gall, who's like a Jersey icon in a way, and like local, like everyone knows locally. I feel like someone like that could make a profit on those jerseys because like it's like a different niche. It's not maybe not global, mm-hmm. but like he's huge in Jersey. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like. Talk about your, you might do Jersey with Mickey Gall. Talk about like that setup. And Sam, make sure you uh, eat really loud so we can hear you. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of complicated, but basically the money isn't on the front end. So when they post in the Jersey, it's cool and all. We might make a few hundred to a few thousand sales, but we get access to their social media handles and then we start running ads on their page and that's where the money is. Gotcha. So it's cool to get like a shout out if you're like a business or whatnot, but at the end of the day, it's more important to get those uh, the money coming in and doing the advertisements on the page. Yeah, a lot of companies fuck up because they expect the money to be made off the photo and them tagging the company, but usually you you won't even break even off that wow. these days. And then so. you just got uh, Charlie Sheen. He yeah, bought a jersey. We've been getting random random uh, influencers just popping up. I didn't even talk to him about that one. He just got the jersey somehow. That yeah. was, it's your product, and he just posted it. Yeah, and didn't shout you out though, but like. Nah, he probably didn't even know it was from us. But, uh, yeah, he definitely doesn't know, probably. He's probably, yeah, it's probably so big, he probably doesn't, like, know and take the time to look or anything. But does that make you bitter? Like, you want to get shout out? Like, because it's uh, technically, it's like, not technically, like, it's your product. Yeah, it'd be cool, but it's whatever. It happens, cool. all right. Then. Yeah, we lost probably a few thousand followers, nothing crazy. Wait, just, oh, because if he had the jersey, people would follow, I got you. If he not as bad us. as him, though, he's got HIV. Jeez, <laughs> settle down. Just, just saying. <laughs> I listened to that Chase Hero podcast that you recommended that you put on your story. And like I want, I want to know who the fuck the guy is. And he's talking about how he makes six figures in a week. And mm. like he didn't explain exactly what he does. He just talks about how he does marketing on social media. I don't know his exact story, but That's I just know crazy he sells stuff online. And I know he has his little group called the Watchers, and he charges people I think five thousand a month to learn from him. And I think they have like fifty people or something. Can I do that for like fucking masturbating or something? I'd like to make four. That guy, Tom, that guy Tom said that someone told him that he can make you if you have a fans of like a thousand fans and they all buy your products, you can make a good living off of that. But not you won't be like successful and like loaded rich, but you'll have a good living if a thousand people, a thousand of your fans bought all your products and stuff. Yeah, like you have a product, but yeah, yeah, consistently though. Yeah, he was not saying if they fucked time. you, but he but that was interesting. But that guy Chase Hero, he was talking about how he made like six figures in a week. Mm-hmm. And do you know anyone else that does that from social media? Like how oh, can, yeah. how could any idiot make a lot of money on social media or marketing? You can't be an idiot. It's the first time. True. Well, any <laughs> any average person, you like you know what shit. I mean. Uh, you got to work your way up to that. They they make it seem easy and like it's overnight. But those guys have been working for years. Yeah, he was like got, homeless. He yeah, lived in LA. They got to that point, like you know, Fashion Nova. Yeah, they just hit a billion in sales. That's crazy. But it's not just one person. It's a team of people, right? Yeah. The shipping still sucks. So, how oh, does it? <laughs> yeah, I've never ordered anything. How long do they take? I ordered uh, some leggings for my girlfriend, and it took like. You don't got to lie weeks. if you wear leggings, Matt. It's okay. Three weeks, <laughs> I'm yeah. just kidding. Damn, so Those they, ship, they ship from China? I, I assume so. I don't know. Three but weeks, like you would yeah. think like New Jersey, it shouldn't take long. Yeah, we got the hub. Billion like, in sales. Well, hit us up for those Keep It Basement t-shirts, baby. What's the hub for Amazon? There's usually one in every major state. Gotcha. Yeah. Do you feel offended when someone writes a bad review about Jersey Champs now or you're so it doesn't matter because there's nothing you could do really like if something takes like weeks to come? Yeah, I mean, 
we got our shipping down to a week, so we can't do much else. I mean, it's China. Like, a week, we can't, that's fine. We can't do two days like Amazon because well, they ship from the U.S. Well, some people are like, think it's Amazon, you know, and get complain if it's not there. In time. Well, I mean, Amazon, if you don't have Prime and you're not doing expedited shipping where you're paying extra, like I've waited like a month to get shit. And I don't care, and you yeah. know, unless I like, unless it's like medicine or something, I don't give a fuck when it gets there. <laughs> I saw you uh, watching YouTube stuff recently. Like you were interested in it. Mm-hmm. You like how to realize how to monetize on YouTube. Is it worth it? Like what's what, what's your gems from YouTube that you learned? Just finished a YouTube course, actually. Nice. Graham Stephan, if you know him. Nice. Was it was it beneficial? Yeah. How do you like you you do so much things where you read and retain and do all these masterminds? How do you retain the information and like actually use it? Because like you can watch videos all day and not take any action. Like you me. have to write it or yeah, keep he, it somewhere. I think somewhere. he told us about this last time he was on. You would uh, you would highlight shit and only. Like, you you would highlight just bigger things that we remember, and you would go keep yeah. going back and reread all the it. key points. I keep on a Trello now. I used to use Notes, but That's Trello, it, yeah. mm-hmm. Trello, Trello, I like you better. Have to do a Google Doc or a Google Notes. Whatever. So your your move is for the personal brand is to get on YouTube and monetize. Like, what what do you what are you taking? Like, what are the steps? Uh, now my say? focus is on TikTok, but I do want to get on YouTube eventually. It seems like you're a guy like I'm not saying you're like totally introverted, but you're a guy who doesn't want to be in front of the camera. Yeah, I'm definitely an introvert. I took the 16 personalities test. What you? What were you? I was at INTP. What's that? INTP. I'm ENFP. What the hell is he? I yeah, tell you to take no these idea. tests. You don't take them. You're an idiot. You should take it. You'll Briggs Myers. Yeah, you learn about like what you're good at and what you could do oh, and wow. stuff. So I was ENTP two I mean, years like, ago. Well, I was I, I took it again and then I changed. That could happen. And also, I'm, my version, I'm the most introverted extrovert, if that makes any sense. I think I did take this. So your extremes. I'm like... Uh, ENFP, but it's like feeling. Blah, 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 I think or I'm. 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 My extrovertness is like the. Yeah, it's like a almost an introvert. But it's gotcha. Like, you know, I'm on the edge too. Yeah. When I need to be like at the club, I'll pop off. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because like you're, you want to be in the scene more as it's a personal brand guy. But like. Yeah. You seem the guy who's not going to make TikTok rap videos and stuff, you know? Nah. I yeah, like, gotta... would you vlog yourself or nah. would you be like, would you want to be mic'd up I've and then this. you're having a conversation with him yeah. and I'm just. It, it's going to be like what, that. what Gary's doing, like yeah. info or my dog or something like that. Right. But the reason why I think I do well is because my partner is a huge intro or extrovert and he goes out to the club. Shout him out. What's his name? Man- Mancini. Yeah, Mancini. And your dog's Milo? Yeah, Mancini. Milo. Yeah, shout out Milo. Yeah, so he's out with like Dan Blazeri and like all the rappers and shit partying, and then I'm just the techie guy. Nice. And how do we like podcast? Uh, how do you monetize podcasts? Because I you're not you're not really doing a lot of podcasting now, but you're going on a lot of podcasts. Yeah, I mean anything to get the name out there, I'll do. Gotcha. But you're not like you. You know how you were talking about how you were doing a lot of podcasting like weekly. You kind of not doing as much for your own. Yeah. Is it because you're doing so much shit anyway? Yeah, I stopped. I did 18 episodes and I kind of stopped. It's on hold now. Because a lot of these guys don't make money right away doing podcasting. Yeah, I knew that when I started, but I just focused on others, the speaking more than the podcast. So you'd rather just go out, fly out somewhere, and do speaking. You get more feedback than the pod. Yeah. Gotcha. I think I can help people more directly that way. Right is now. that will you get back into podcasting? Like, oh yeah, eventually. I think I want to get a setup when I'm in LA because LA is going to be a great move for me. I think. You think it's you think it's easier to connect with people in LA than is Jersey? Oh yeah. Mickey Gall was saying he loves Jersey a lot better for training and the realness of people compared to LA. Yeah, but LA's I, fake. But, yeah, yeah, but it has I'm, but I'm it not, has everyone. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying people aren't fake there. I'm just yeah. saying I can have cool people on my podcast. Yeah. Would you as a would if you were a comedian, would you just say fuck it, go to LA or New York, and get out of New Jersey, or would you say comedian, just uh, those are the biggest markets, right? LA and New York. Yeah, yeah it's like the same. Like you're going on a pot, you want to have like famous people on your podcast. I guess it's like if you're going, if you're a comedian, you go to LA and you want to meet famous people. I'd say, I'd say, build your name here first before you t- just go all. So in. be the big fish in a small pond. Yeah, be the big dog mm-hmm. in New Jersey, then make the move. Interesting. I'd have to agree with that. But social media now, anyone could blow up anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
there's all these comedians who are don't even really do comedy, but they're like call themselves comedians. They're on social media, and then they do comedy after. It's very interesting. Mm. And I I was listening to No Jumper. You know who that is, Adam yeah. Pinto. He fucking he said that like now on YouTube. I think uh, he got a million views on a video, and he only got like three grand from it. So in the course I watch it showed the CPM breakdown by industry. Guess what entrepreneurs really? make? How much? Uh, twelve to twenty dollars per thousand views. That's not terrible, right? It's, it's the best out of every YouTuber. Like, so how, why is that? Like, if you're a content, they're getting, getting millions of views. If your content's adult, though, like if if it's too adult, you get like like not strike, but they hide your shit and you don't get as many. Yeah, views. well, that's different. It depends on the advertisers, and so for the entrepreneurs, people are selling thousand dollar courses, so the CPMs are super high because uh, people can afford that. But like Jake Paul, he probably gets one dollar CPMs. So he's like he's doing other shit, like selling merch and everything like that. Yeah, that's where the vloggers make their money because they're only getting a dollar CPMs, which is like a thousand to ten grand a video. Damn. So yeah, because he was saying he only got three grand on a video that was like a it went viral, like a Jay Z. Yeah, his CPMs are probably like one or two dollars. Why is that? Because it depends on what you are. The advertisers on the video. Gotcha. And if you have adult sexual content, I'm sure you won't have as many. Yeah. That's crazy. And. How do you spot a shady business? Like, have you ever gotten a business with someone you knew it was, like, a bad decision, like, when you were in it? Or do you, like, research enough first to not get in that um, predicament? Yeah, I'm very picky about who I do business with. I mean, you got to be careful. I don't know. How do you go about it? I don't know. I just uh, <laughs> do the research, you know? I'm not, I'm not an entrepreneur business. Well, I just money, research people. You research, hard research, look into, you know, look into her. I guess their past a little bit, social media, older social As he's media. trying to fix a phone camera. Um... <laughs> Like, I don't know. It's, it's some people you come off differently, like on you know, than in person than you will somewhere else. So it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to pick up on it. Yeah, one of the skills I have is I'm good at reading people in person, and so is my partner and my girlfriend. So nothing gets past us. Mike says he's the same, right? How do you how do you spot bad energy? It's just like it's hard to explain. Like vibe, yeah. like I guess from tripping so much in the past, like I pick up on vibes. Tripping like on drugs or tripping yeah, just like... psychedelics. Oh really? Yeah, and yeah. I just started like getting into microdosing. Oh, really? Mark? Mark Microdose. Yeah, so I've been doing that. Yeah, you could just spot if it's like bad energy, I guess. But at at the same time, it's kind of like a bartering system in a way of entrepreneurship, I feel like, where you'll give a product to somebody and they'll give something to you in return. And it's kind of like not a negative vibe. It's like a positive vibe connecting with people instead of like charging your homie for something, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, I don't, I, I guess I, I could agree with that, like positive energy. Yeah, like we just had, this is crazy. We just had a meeting in Philly with this guy that owns a big company, apparently, but. Him and his girl, they told us they make like half a million a year combined. And I was like, sick. Like, then we go out to eat and the girl steals the silverware after we're done eating. Yospa. That's some Philly shit. Yeah. And Ariel told me like, yo, did you see that? I'm like, what? And yeah, she stole it. Who's Ariel? My girlfriend. girlfriend. What kind of business do they have? Uh, It's a streetwear company. Really? Yeah. Maybe they're still in the streets and power shit. (laughs) Or maybe they're, I was going to say, maybe they own a... uh, uh, it's a big fork, fork and knife company. Yeah, I, I won't say it on air, but I'll tell you after. I like. A, I and like they follow a lot of street work. I've companies. heard people do that in like high school at TJ Fridays, but I never heard like grown yeah, people do no that. No one with money's doing that. I can yeah. tell you that. So people hype up your their stuff. It's not like you're at a meeting. Your first meeting, you got people's taxes in front of you. You know what I mean? It's numbers like numbers are all gas to me. Like they don't. When people tell me their sales, it doesn't phase me now. What's more important, the engagement? Just profit. Like, show me what you made off. You did half a million, but what did you profit off it? You know, because you can make a million dollars, but it doesn't mean you spend so much to get that. Gotcha. Interesting. You were saying something? No, I was just agreeing with it. Well, that probably relates to you and like, because well, Matt, you focus on weddings mostly in terms of you know 
people lowering expectations for what they could pay you. So like they ask you to do a project and then they give you their budget and you're like, what are you, nuts? The question is like when I ask, you know, what's your budget? A lot of people, if they kind of don't know that, I automatically know that they're just going to complain about the edit and the the day of the shoot and stuff. So it's someone that can't tell me kind of what their budget is and what they're looking for. Mm Mm-hmm when they contact me is a red flag right away. Right. So, it, so so if someone just comes out and says your budget, if someone just comes out and asks you and they say their budget and, you know, you're like, that's low, and they're like, do you, like, give them the benefit of the doubt? Like, they probably don't comprehend essentially what video editing is and all of its nece- and all of its necessities. Or do you just tell them, like, uh, you know, it's it's not, that's not enough. Like, do you think people are intentionally trying to, like, is your first instinct that they're t- intentionally trying to screw you by giving you a lower budget or that they just genuinely don't know what their shit's worth? The you know thing I mean? is, is like they don't. So they paid someone to do video, and they show me the video, and they're like, "This is what we paid this one guy," right. and it looks completely different. Right. You know, the sounds bad and all this stuff. They're like, "Oh yeah, we paid this guy like 150 bucks for a promo <laughs> video," you know. And then I I quote them, you know, and they're like, "Wow, this is like way." And I don't even. When I first started, I used to take every job just to pay the bills. Yeah. Now I just won't go below a certain price because. The way I'm thinking about it is I could do I could wait for that one high paying job and then that'll equate to like these six low paying jobs. Right. It's just smarter to wait mm. instead of taking everything. Cause when you take everything, they usually the production value goes down and all that stuff. I'd rather go all out, um, you know, and just absolutely kill it. Yeah. I agree. You know? I agree. Similar mindset. How do you acquire um clients right now, social media? Yeah, that and just like word of mouth. Yeah. A lot of it's word of mouth. It's crazy. Yeah, your um, boy Matt's booked up for weddings for like the next 18 years. <laughs> I got a lot of 2020, some 2021. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. No, no exotica for you. Yeah. Wait, when is it? Uh, 25th to the 27th. Yeah. He's no, definitely booked up. Definitely booked. October weddings, people want to get married in the fall. Yeah, I see that. I'd, I'd prefer that over fucking the summer. I've been, I was in a summer wedding. I was sweating bullets. <laughs> it was terrible. I've outside. never been to one. I heard they're fun when you're young. Weddings? Yeah. You want to get married soon or no? No. Good. A lot of these, a lot of these, not later either. A lot of these athletes get married early. It's I guess they have the they want to be with the ride or dies. They don't want to be with get a fake girl, early, or whatever. Early. But they yeah. got like so much money. I and went out with Draymond Green in L.A. to the club to Delilah's and Delilah's the strip club. <laughs> well, not Delilah's here because there's a Delilah's nearby. No, no. You don't want to go there. <laughs> no. it's a, uh, they have no a, teeth there. It's a lounge, but you're not allowed to record, so all the celebrities go there. Yeah. Gotcha. Where is it at in L.A.? In L.A. Yeah. And you were with Draymond Green, like, have- hey Draymond, you want a jersey though? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But all the players get wiped up super early. Yeah, yeah, all the athletes, it seems like. Well, and they're like, very well, religious. Like if you have all that Maybe money, how do you know if she's just, exactly. you know, if she actually loves you so or you it's just the, for the money? I feel like you're also, yeah, so you're also you find, cheating on her for the most part if you're, if you're not a ride or die like LeBron or whatever. But, like, you know, let's be honest. You think LeBron yeah. cheats? No, I don't think LeBron cheats. I think that he's like a, a small exception to that. I think most of the other guys do. He seems like, if cool. you're 24, you're in the NBA and you're married, it's like, come on. Yeah. Well, your business is it weird when NBA players wear your jerseys or want to partner with you because don't they get in trouble or yeah it's super sketch. Look. So <laughs> most of them are signed Adidas, Puma, or Nike, right? Mm-hmm. And um, they have like clauses where they can't promote other clothing companies. And on top of that, there's something called the NBA Player Association, yeah, which uh, you kind of need to sell like stuff with their face on it and names and numbers. Do you get blackballed at all or anything like that? Has that ever happened? Like sued. Yeah, like I, just like yeah, like bad press from it. You said all all yeah, press is we good got, press. I mean, we were in the Washington Post last month because uh, we sold that Zion Williamson High School jersey. Damn, the Spartanburg one. And you didn't have like a license for that or what? Yeah, but it's a high school jersey, so it's like a gray area. 
um, and they did like sort of a bad article on it, so we stopped selling it. Interesting. That's crazy how that works out. Do, yeah. do you was this something you want to keep like twenty years down the line, or is this something you would sell and do something else? Like, do you want to be the Jersey guy, or you want to uh, like evolve and do other shit? I would sell it within five years, and when I do, I still want to be part of it because it's my foot in the door with so many things. Kind of like and it, and it's kind of like your baby, really, in a way, right? Yeah, but it it literally opened so many doors for me. Like, so it's it's better to have and keep. Yeah, it's, it's such an asset to offer like custom jerseys to celebs and stuff. It just seems like the grunt work involved sucks, but you take you find it ways did to for not do it. Three years, yeah, yeah. it was eight, fifteen hour days. First two years, damn, that's wild. Yeah, it was tough. When was like uh, the turning point, like the aha moment where everything from those three years, you know, uh, was I'd like say finally like this shit is worth. Yeah, you know, once the I three met years. my sourcing agent at that. Cali event I was at like two or three months ago and he was like dude I can give you net 30 which means I don't pay for inventory until 30 days after it's delivered that was like holy shit this is crazy I could scale to the moon right now and he cut my shipping times by a week because he ships USPS so he cut my shipping times and gave me net 30 that was amazing and now my life's been so stress-free nice what's your take on like I see a lot of like uh new like um, pop up like Instagram shops and stuff um, with fake reviews and stuff. Mm. Do people like? Do you think people see through that? Because I look at it, it's all it's like two hundred and seventy five five star reviews, and there's mm-hmm. no, like that's legal to do. Just write your own like fake reviews. Yeah, there's literally Shopify apps that provide them. For yeah, with Shopify, yeah. they transfer them from AliExpress, and that's completely legal. It probably yeah. isn't, but it. I see it I, everywhere. I, as a marketer, I see through it. I don't know yeah. if you guys see through it. I don't pay much I look at it, it and it's just like like I you said. Fake, I'm more. I'm more. You're right reviews, about yeah. influencing. Like it, I, if I see that there's a following there or like a you know fans behind a product, mm-hmm. you know I, I see that. Yeah, I mean, most people probably don't. So that's why they're still doing it. Yeah, I think yeah. you're one of the mill people who are just like you know working a regular job and just trying to buy something. Don't see it. I talked to someone who has a big social media following. They were saying at a as a, at a point like you get fake followers. Like he didn't buy them or anything, but he just gets them over time. You get these bots from mm-hmm. like fucking Saudi Arabia or we weird Indian kids following you, Chinese yeah. kids. And he's like, I'm not doing anything different. I'm just getting popular, and with that comes like bots. Like if you look every, at any famous, I think every, every time, single account has bots. In they just account. did a article. It's crazy. I don't know if you guys saw it, but they put the num- percentage of fake followers on the biggest celebrities. Ellen DeGeneres has fifty percent fake. Like Kardashian, fifty percent fake. That's wild. Yeah. Every rapper, like forty percent. But then to the, the, your regular one of the mill person who's not all an Instagram entrepreneur building whatever, if they just see the blue check and the followers, they're like, "That's good enough for me, right?" Yeah. No one's gonna no see one cares. like you have ten million fake followers. Yeah. They're gonna be like, no "All right." Cares. Sometimes I see like someone with like twenty followers with a blue check. Is that just a fake thing or twenty? Like sometimes it can be that. Yeah, I've seen it where it's like not even a profile in use, but wow. it has like a blue check. Well, a girl followed me check? recently with a blue check, and she had about fifteen hundred followers. <laughs> she could be like a journalist though, or something. That's yeah, very hard. That. I know she worked for like Vulture or some shit. Yeah. So the journalists and PR people get it easy. Oh, really? But other than that, fifteen hundred is very rare. Unless you're an athlete or like a journalist. I heard it's easier on Twitter. She, yeah, I guess she's a journalist. I think she's a journalist. writer. Or something. I'm pretty sure you could like submit a request to get one, and like one of like the criteria is like if there's a lot of fake accounts and you're like kind of rising and stuff, then they might give you the blue check. If there's a lot of people trying to yeah. like be. There's you know, a go-to guy I heard. Like you were saying, that in the creator circle, there's someone who's the guy who could get you verified because, like, he's verified and he's real. So it's called the media panel, and there music labels have this, uh, sports agents have this, and um, media companies, and uh, basically they can verify all their clients. That's sick. Yeah, 
what are the benefits to having an Instagram following? Like, what tips can you give up and coming social media influencers to gain more followers on Instagram? To like anything, yeah. To like, uh, it's a lot harder more than before. Followers, but these days, it's, it's pay to play. Like, spend money on Facebook ads, spend money on shout outs, spend money collabing with other people, just work your way up. Have a product. Yeah. It's way harder if you're a brand to get followers than a individual. Way harder. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they'd have to put content out. Like, I guess it's such a vague question, but I guess for an entertainer. Like, rap, one of their methods is they get top comment. They have a full-time guy, like, commenting. I on, saw that. Yeah. I was like, every why page. does comment on, on WWE page? Yeah, 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 I thought yeah. it was just an automated commenter. No, it's genius. They have someone full-time commenting funny shit on, like, pages. I'd kill and they get that job. millions of... You should have the does, guy. Yeah. Get the I'm job. Definitely getting paid more Is it multiple people we'll who do that? I- I'm looking for someone. I'll suck your dick. I'm just trying to get my job. I need someone i want to try it I'm a, i just need someone i trust so it's tricky what do you have to do just comment funny things yeah i'll show you my history i got lou duvall writing back to me yeah, he's actually really good at it if i'm All if right, i know that if i know like if, if it's a hip-hop yeah. if i if that's the thing i tell people because uh, even dan jane asked me how do you get like Shout out celebrities to write you back or like to like it or get comments and i'm mm-hmm. like you got to do it early mm-hmm. i know that and you have to be passionate about what you're doing. Like, if it's a hip-hop news thing, like, I'll write to Lil Duvall about something I know. Mm. And right away, he'll hit me back or he'll, or it'll be the top comment within early on. Because you got to do it and right away. And that's sick because you're not even big following. No, so that's, not big at all. Like, I'll show you. Like, one time I asked him, I'm like, dude, don't stop. You're going to crash the plane. And he wrote back, like, immediately. He's like, what's what you motherfuckers thinking that uh, <laughs> driving is safer than flying? And it got, like, like 17,000 likes. Like, my Damn. joke. Yeah. Like within like an it's hour. It's all about timing and uh, timing. post notification. Q's yeah. been doing yeah. good at that. I've been talking yeah, about Q's Q. been doing it too. Our buddy Q's a comic. Like it, you gotta be, you gotta know about what you're gonna comment about too. You know, they yeah. probably just you sound like a world star it, yeah. and keep refreshing because they post so often. And then the second it gets posted, you just get in. You, there. Yeah, yeah, or you see, turn the notifications on. Yeah, you yeah, turn that on for twenty big pages, and you tell the person doing it, "Yo, as soon as you get that, comment on it all yeah. day long." I see you once in a while with the flames and stuff. I don't know what to comment. I'm so bad at it. Me too. It's just fire emoji, a hundred emoji, or like. Is there no, a specialized yeah. algorithm for that? Because it's funny. Sometimes we hashtag stuff and get all the hashtags. Other times we do and we get nothing. The and hashtags then, are weird. And yeah. then sometimes when we put a photo up right away and we do a, we do like comments, we'll get all these comments. But other times we don't, we get nothing. So is it all algorithm based? If you don't post hashtags, you get nothing? Or? Yeah, if you don't post hashtags and if you don't even comment, we don't get other comments. Like I feel like when you do those flame comments and you think they're stupid, it probably helps out with the algorithm. It gets me profile visits and it yeah. helps it helps that person so the way the algorithm works is the more notable the account's liking the the more it shows up on the explore page gotcha so if you get people okay. with large followings uh liking and commenting it'll help okay and make sure you're using hashtags you texted me hi oh whoops wrong person <laughs> i was gonna say hey what's up man? <laughs> i thought i did something wrong <laughs> that's that's a yeah, that's very <laughs> informative. Yeah, I would get someone full time just commenting on your Instagram because you guys, you guys are funny. So like, do it. Thanks. Oh, uh, what what advice do you have for the brand? I know, like, we asked Mickey too. I know you you have a life too where you don't look at all our shit, but like the various stuff. I feel like I don't want to spread myself too thin, as you say, where you're doing too much, but you got to focus on certain things. So we're doing a live pod actually. Promote that. We didn't promote it. We promoted it last episode, but yeah, we're doing we're doing the live pod with Dan Jen, Strix Media, and yeah, Morris. I'll be there. Nice. Matt will be there. It'll be fun. Creator event. Exotica just hosting. Exotica's coming up. Yeah, that'll be fun. But um, yeah, live pod will be a good experience to yeah. see if people actually like live people that because you, you know you can't you don't know your all your listeners, but like the people actually be in the room and and it's you can different. See if it's fuck it's with to you. gain more listeners too, and it's a practice being open. Network, like it's yeah. kind of like what you do where you travel around the world to do talks and shit. Yeah, you know? keep doing those. I mean, that's a good way to network. And do you do you believe in grassroots marketing anymore? Or is it all fucking finished? 
That's like when you don't have money, right? It's like, mm-hmm. w- no, it's like the grassroots is like the approach of like not using social media, but kind of word of mouth marketing and stuff. I wouldn't know about it since I'm all about social media. Yeah, no. maybe and it'll take works. a lot longer. What, what would your, sorry, I, I asked the question and you didn't even answer it. I cut you off. I was talking about the Strix Media Pod. What would your advice be to like help the brand out? Um, I mean, do you still do YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. 45,000 uh, views a month, but it's all from porn interviews, really. So it's not monetizable. It's monetizable, but it's like you said, the R- CPMs yeah, are low because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. adult content and we get age restricted, which sucks. Mm. Fucking YouTube. Yeah, that's <laughs> tough. I mean, you know, Nelk lo- boys, Nelk boys, Nelk boys. No, it's no. You guys don't know Nelk boys. No. No. Uh, all their stuff gets restricted, but they make money off like their social medias. What, what, do what, they do, what, like, what do they do? It's a, pr- it's a prank YouTube. Page. Is it funny? Oh, nice. oh yeah. Like how many, it's how many subscribers? Start watching them. Three mil. Oh shit. Is never real seen though? the fake, there's a lot of fake ones. You get money off. You get is money like on subscribers. Oh, there's fake YouTube subscribers. No, 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 there not is the that subscribers, there is but that the too, pranks are like pranks. completely. I've oh. seen a lot of it where it's just they're just copying the same people, and then like yeah. I don't know how they get so many views. Like, I've heard a lot of them are fake. Even Vitaly, people will still watch. Too. Oh yeah, absolutely. So that guy who goes the like the twin, the two people who go. Give me a mic. Here. <laughs> is it those two dudes who go around like college campuses and ask like chicks questions and shit? Nelk boys? I don't know. That. Wait, how do you spell? I'm gonna look it up. N E L K. Get in the mic so can people can hear. Mike Sweeney, I'm trying to ask a question. Get in the mic. No. This is the intern, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, they built such a cult following that if they drop a shirt, they'll do a hundred grand in a day. I saw that. Really? I saw that on YouTube. Now you could put your merch on the yeah the Teespring. Yeah, what's Teespring? It's what you're talking about, uh, where you connect He's it. got all these terminology words. I don't know what's going on. This is why it's good to have him on, though, and people could understand this. I'm like the idiot. But, uh, no, yeah, I saw, like, I was just watching something where... I'm going to help you. So to answer your question, I'm going to help you out with the Instagram after this. I think I can really kick it up a notch. Keep doing YouTube. Keep doing those in-person events. Get your name out there. Yeah. And just have... How often are you filming these? Once a week? One. Yeah, trying to. Yeah, just slowly work your way up like Casey Adams did. Look into Casey Adams. I was I was watching someone's gonna send you up, but I didn't want to buy I sent it to Matt. I don't know if you watched an interview with uh was it Franco and uh Casey? Yeah. Casey, yeah. There's actually a lot of gems in there and they yeah, were saying how they were saying how YouTube podcasting is gonna be on the uprise. YouTube podcasting? Yeah, like podcasting and put the just the podcast videos up on YouTube. There already is. And he said like he's like not doing vlogs. I mean, look at Joe Rogan, like the highlights. It's crazy. Just the clips. How much engagement that shit. That actually he was talking about that recently on an episode how much the just straight up clips, like two, three minute clips from it. First off, he puts the whole episode, but like just two, three minute clip bites from it. It's got his follow following and listening ship even. Nobody has time, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. But, but and a lot of takes a lot to edit. TV, yeah. You were talking to me. You wanted a video guy at one point, but then you realized you're just going to do it yourself or just not even focus on that yet. That's when I wanted to do YouTube, yeah. But I'm not ready to make the dive yet. It's tough, right? Yeah. I feel like sometimes you just got to dive in. But if you want to do, you got to go full throttle. Like you. I'm going to focus on TikTok. Get to like half a mil on there, then maybe go to YouTube. Gotcha. It's a good idea. It's interesting. It's smart. I'm telling you, it's the yeah. This TikTok is fucking gonna be you know. Seriously, look, everyone. It's, I started in. two days ago and I've already gotten like thousands of views just from hashtags. We have an account. I think we have a couple. Doing views. stuff with your dog. Yeah. What is it like? You put a hip hop song up and the like, dog plays. Dumb videos I already had of my dog. And you're not trying to focus yourself on that, right? You're kind of behind. No, the scenes. I'm gonna be posting content like quotes and like. Do you stuff film eventually. your Do you film your talks or is it kind of more practice for you or is it kind of yeah? Like someone it? films it. I uploaded them to YouTube. We did like fucking three hours of Mickey Gall. Mm-hmm. He never left. That's crazy. He's like, no, keep going. I'm, I got time. And he was like uh, boozing and he had like CBD or whatever the hell he had. Oh, I love CBD. <laughs> he likes CBD. Yeah. I just got signed to a CBD company. Really? Yeah. 
So it's I like, love how you like talk about it. Like everyone else is like, holy shit, he got signed to CB. And you're like, yeah, I got signed. Yeah, I got a Chipotle card. I got all yeah. this. I got a mattress. You got to explain to the listeners who listen. Yeah, because they're going to be like, he wouldn't shut up for four years. hard about it. I haven't talked. I've I've been stopped talking about Fleshlight for a year. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're your sponsor. You got to talk about them. Well, the thing is, though, I guess it's it's almost like the way you comment on uh, Instagram thing to get a lot of views and likes. Um, you got to like get sponsored by something that you could fuck with or affiliate with. That's, oh, that's part of your brand, yeah. right? I wouldn't ever post a brand that had a shitty product or anything. Or like something really? that you wouldn't fuck with, right? Yeah. So it's all about like being authentic to who you are and mm-hmm. that brand and like willing to try. Like I just saw you, you're trying to eat healthier, so you're getting like meal plans meal or health. Yeah. That's smart. It's hard. I'm trying to eat healthier, but also quick because like I'm yeah. all, I don't have time to spend two hours eat, cooking and then eating. Like I tried HelloFresh for a bit, if you know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know HelloFresh. And it takes an hour just to cook the shit. Yeah, it's and then early. you only have one meal, and they barely fill me up. So. I've been doing, well, I've been doing the fasting hardcore for like over a week, where I just eat once a day. But that's just because it's because I feel like if I eat less, if I can if I can make it through the night, I'm not hungry in the morning. Mm. So then I won't eat again until the time I ate before, which is like two or three in the afternoon. Is and that intermediate fasting? Yeah, yeah, I was doing I was doing intermediate fasting. This is even harder. This is even like more. Like mm. this, is, I'm doing like 22, 23 hour fast. Damn. I was doing about 15 or 16 hours where you just eat between 12 and seven or that's what I did. But now I'm eating like, I'll eat at like two or three and then I won't eat again until like two or three the next day. But it's fucking hard because like late night eating is my biggest weakness. I don't know how weakness. you do that. Why torture I've only yourself? Been, well, I've only been doing it for like eight days. But just like, work out. I lazy. Yeah, take, take advice <laughs> from Tom's happy. Working out, lately. not saying you do. I'm not saying you do. I'm just saying that's what I've been doing. I'm working out like I hate it and it does nothing for me. So I'm just like, eh, fuck it. And I don't really. Yeah, have, it should I, be giving you positive energy. You've been a real asshole lately. I'm not gonna lie, man. I don't really have time. And Sam, you want to start talking about asshole? Because I get right on it with you, dipshit. So why don't you pipe down? You're already talking about chucking, sucking Sean's dick. Now we're talking about asshole. I need to calm down right now. <laughs> First of all, you brought it up, dipshit. I'm taking a 16 personalities test right now. Leave me alone. 60s? 16. Or 16. I told you about it a year ago, dude. I, I took it already. This is the second time I'm taking it. It looks familiar. You ever take the dark tree? You want to get better results? What does that do? Take that one. Dark tree eye. Dark triad. It measures your worst traits. Not oh good. my god, Mike Sweeney's take that guy because I can guess all the results right now. It's important What's to know like, <laughs> your business partner's worst traits. What's so your worst you traits? Kind of Sorry. What's it called again? Uh, dark triad test. What's your worst traits? Uh, I didn't score above average in any of them. <clears throat> That'll be Mike. Good answer. It gets you like a number and then it shows you what the average what's, is. What's your strengths? Because I thought it's always great to play to your strengths. My strengths are just networking, knowing how to talk to people. Like everyone's different, you can't talk the same to everyone. Yeah, yeah it's so very you interesting because you got to match their level. You're introverted in a way, but you're really good at connecting with people. And I think that's a lot of people, even comedians, yeah. even even like fucking influencers. I mean, I just finished Jordan so, Belfort's Straight Line. You know the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, yeah. He has a course on selling, and you have to match the energy level of whoever you're selling, even if they're like fucking crazy. So everything <laughs> you take from everyone, though, at the end of the day, that's you still gotta, point. you still gotta obviously gotta evolve, but you gotta be yourself. And you gotta play to your strengths. Don't you agree? Yeah, I just take key points from everyone and sort of form my own style. And then how is I was one of my questions early on, like the Ed Milet thing. I watch his interviews; he's really good. But a lot of these guys will take stuff that's already been taught and like known. They they t- teach other people. Like a lot of these guys will say a lot of these gems and stuff, but it didn't come from them. It's like from old books they read and stuff, and they pass on the knowledge. Like how much are you getting out of that? Like where it's like not even with not even them really doing it. It's like giving old books, old quotes and shit. It's been regurgitated since like early 1900s just the key concepts it is what it is right yeah but now as time changes you got to adapt it to social media and like it's the same principles yeah yeah. so you like jordan belfer oh yeah i love him really what do you think about the grant cardone little beef going on 
All right, I watched <laughs> the whole podcast. I mean, Grant looked like an idiot, to be honest. He was, he Damn. looked like he was bitter and angry. What and were he, they he, arguing about? He wouldn't like go into detail about things. Like Jordan Belfair is the kind of guy who's like he wants you to get into detail. He's going to ask you sales questions, and Cardone wasn't really given much energy to match with. And he was like, I watched the reaction video from a YouTuber who like Kev- me, Kevin. Was it where he was like talking about how Grant Cardone was like standoffish and like yeah. going like this and like going and like dissing him in the yeah. interview? Yeah. What your, what was your take? I mean, yeah, Grant just didn't provide any value the whole podcast. I, I mean, that's that. why Jordan was getting upset, and he just went on Logan Paul's podcast, and he wants to bring him in the ring now. Really? <laughs> yeah. Grant does? Yeah. And Grant will fuck I guess up. everyone has an off Grant's day or 61. off interview. I know. He looks like an animal, he's though. shredded, though. Yeah. So do you, do you believe in the stuff he does, or do you think he's kind of scammy now? Uh, so the 10X growth conferences he does are super legit. I've been to two of the three of them, and I met a lot of cool people. And he commented you, and he follows you, right? Yeah. I don't know about his real estate stuff much, but I know you can invest as a non-accredited investor, which is super cool, and he raised the most money ever doing that. And do you think Bell, uh, Jordan Belfer is a real deer, or he was such a, he was a scammer back in the day that it sticks with him where he's un- unethical? He did his time. He did his time. I think he's the real deal. I mean, I watched the whole course, and it was one of those courses that I liked. Supposedly do you, do you like him because of Wolf of Wall Street, like because of the movie? <laughs> like, <laughs> that probably influenced it, yeah. Yeah. He but. seems like a cool guy, though. Like, he's a straight shooter. I mean, he had what can he have to lose? I mean, he's been through the ringer. Yeah, I mean, know? came out of jail like $10 million in debt or something, so yeah. he had to grind his way back. Is there someone who's huge? Like, I don't, you don't have to call him out, but is there someone that you realize who's kind of phony but has a huge following? Whoa. You were on podcast. You're like, I think I know who you're talking about. Like, you were kind of throwing some fucking heat at people because, like, one guy was saying how they found out, like, they took this guy's course and they realized he's, like, phony and not as rich as he is. And you're like, I think I know who you're talking about. There's a good lot. Impression. There's a lot of people faking oh. it. The people that are posting their stats are usually faking it. Ooh, really? Yeah. You don't need to be posting your your sales. I agree. If you're like killing it. So don't even po- post like podcast views and all that. Um, I mean, why would you? True. I get. Yeah, I guess. So. I mean, unless you're like pitching someone to come on, then that's different. Like in a DM. Yeah, yeah. So it helps. Like milestones or something. Like oh, hit like uh, half a million subscribers. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, people yeah. do that. Everyone does that. Yeah. You still do the DM thing. I, I don't think it's that bad. I remember we were talking about the first time, but like I guess if you're posting stats, it's kind of whack. But if you're so, posting like a DM on Snapchat or Instagram to show like you're engaging with an influencer, I don't find it terribly. We talked about that last time, right? Yeah. I ended up I deleting thought w- my whole... <laughs> I had two full story highlights. Because of that? I feel bad. No, not because of that. Because um, it is kind of... I got called out. By who? This might have happened after the episode. Spence. Who the fuck is... I love, who's Spence? <laughs> At Spence on Spence Instagram. Spence from King of Queens? At Spence. At Spence. Um, he called me out, and then it got me thinking, like, fuck, dude. I'm, like, clout chasing hard right now by, like, posting this on my story highlights. So I, de- I, I deleted all of them. But I think Snapchat's not too yeah, bad. And you yeah. could, I think you can post on a story. It goes away in 24 hours. You don't have to save it. But they it. were on my highlights. Yeah, yeah. So take it off the highlights. I was flexing that. And honestly, when I deleted oh. those, I got more responses oh. from celebrities. Maybe they don't want to be known like as this guy. They think he's cloudy. Like yeah. I'd wait till the I wait till the business happens, or I wait till they talk to you. Exactly. Then post it and just be like, "Yo, excited to collab with someone." So yeah. don't even tag them. It's way better. And also, I recently deleted the because the Trump shit's kind of controversial, and I had like two posts on my feed about it. As soon as I archived those, I got way more responses from rappers. Really? Oh, because they might think, "Oh, this guy fucks with Trump." Yeah, because I had like two or three guy. Trump posts on my feed. Oh, tell Matt about that if you. Uh, it's a very interesting. I thought. Yeah. So I got Trump a Trump jersey. Uh, one of uh, my customers handed it to him at a rally, and I got like a video of him holding it, and that was on my feed for a bit. And like some people would straight up tell me "fuck you" like when I was DMing them. So I ended up just archiving it. That's crazy though. Yeah. I think it's genius. That's smart. No, it's definitely smart, but like. No, it's yeah. smart what what you did where you did the jersey, and it's smart taking that post off because yeah, I guess. Getting- 
people do react differently. They'll see like, oh, what is this guy doing? He has all like famous celebs in his DMs, and now he has a Trump jersey. It's like that will literally turn someone off from responding. I think so. it's like too thirsty or girls too much. Too. Probably girls too. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't care about Depends girls. He has a girls. girlfriend. He's a faithful man. I'm saying, I'm saying, saying you voted for Trump will turn girls off. <laughs> oh, I, I, it makes <laughs> sense. It will definitely turn a lot of uh, you know hip hop people off, influences and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think he'll win again, but yeah. Do you? If he doesn't get impeached in the next couple of days. <laughs> that's <laughs> bullshit, probably. Do you? Uh, with this Rolling Loud stuff, do you network with a lot of rappers there, or is it kind of like like they're going on stage? I feel like they don't do as many interviews as you think, unless it's a huge media company. Do you just go so give ar- jerseys? The out? artist pass is sick because you're in their section, like the RVs where they're staying. You're not like chilling backstage. So, so it's like kind of like you're working as a runner in a way. Like I used to do that at Live Nation, but I. Like you you're gotta, there, you're free to do whatever the fuck you want. Like we were going to, at Miami, we went to Lil Pump's camp. Can anyone then, buy that? No, so only artists get the passes. So and if then, you know oh, an artist performing, he gives, he can give you one. And then you, you, you buy them or sell them or no? So you're not supposed to be like selling them. Okay, like yeah. people do it under the table. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, last year or in Miami, we went to Lil Pump's camp, and then we ended up managing him. What do you so mean? We run his Facebook page now. Really. Yeah, so we got Wiz Khalifa, Lil Pump, Trippy Red. This is you and your partner? Yeah, Mancini. So and he's the guy that makes all these uh, deals happen. And then you had the jersey? We did a jersey for him, but we never sold that one. It was just like a custom thing? where Yeah, like, but we got a photo of him in it, so it's good branding. Good branding? Yeah. But like you said, it, it might not make so much money, but it's still good exposure for that? Yeah, I mean, obviously we would love to sell it, but there's just so many holes you got to go through with celebrities. Yeah. That's interesting. How do you how do you meet all these people? Like, you know, the guy who owns the rap page. Like, how do you just meet all these entrepreneurs? Do you He's network? from Jersey, and I've known him for two, three years. Just from, from networking, Instagram. Instagram. Almost everyone I know is from Instagram. Do you know who uh, Anthony is? He used to work at Vayner. Anthony, who? It's just he Anthony on uh, Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like. Has all these different with two Y's, right? Yeah, with yeah. two Y's. Yeah, I know him. D-Rock. I did a video with him. Oh, nice. Vayner, yeah, D Rock yeah. follows me. Um, he wants jerseys for Gary, actually. So we're working on that. That's how yeah. do you do you have automated cool. DMs? I have quick replies. I think we talked about this last yeah. time. Yeah, uh, I don't have any auto responders though. That's pretty cool. But like when you when someone you just like yo, I want a jersey. Do you find them right away? Do you are you attached to the phone? No, so. I I hired someone a month ago, but he was really weird, so I fired him. So now I just I still do everything. Like he was hitting on girls and shit. It was weird. That's so funny. Oh, maybe, you not, maybe you shouldn't hire Mike Sweeney. <laughs> yeah, definitely. What am I gonna do? So yeah, that's why I have trust issues with like just giving out my IG. Oh, because you get the username, password, and shit. And yeah, they could, they could like yeah. With great power comes great responsibility. Word to Peter Parker. Well, the uncle, <laughs> Uncle Ben, Uncle Ben. R.I.P. But I check my phone every like six hours. He died. He got shot. Four to six hours, I'd say. Just bang out all the DMs and then get how do back you, to work. How do you not get addicted to this shit? Because I feel like I got to... I do story... Do you think story posts are useless, by the way? Or do you think they're helpful? No. Because no. like sometimes I... Like, is it more important to post stuff on the wall or the story? Uh, you don't go on the wall both, a lot. Both. I don't go on my feet at all. How come? Too much time wasted. I don't use social media just to like scroll and wow. just fuck around. I use it to make money. But what about um, you're, you don't post so much unless you're sponsored by something or if it's a new product. Like you don't go hard every day. I've only posts. done one sponsored post on my feed, and they gave me a free bed. So yeah, so, uh, pretty good. Payoff. But like, how come yeah. you don't post so much on that? But you kind of you post a little bit. I want to post more, but uh, it's just hard. How do you figure out what's post worthy and what's not? I guess I'm too picky. I need to... People post every day. I don't know how. Do you think it's helpful for the brand or is it it's fine without... You don't have to post every day? Uh, Depending on what you do. It's probably helpful. Gary Vee posts yeah, like three times yeah, a day. Yeah, the story. I'm yeah. just saying like two, three times a week rather than once every two weeks. 
Yeah, I don't just, even do that. It's like just have your months, face. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying you don't even post. Well, I'm, also, I'm saying if you're low follower, low, you know, interaction rate, you're trying to get in people's faces more. Do you have yeah. a problem with being bigger than your brand, or you rather prefer that for creating a personal? Like having brand? more followers than Jersey like just Champs. being like yeah, bigger than like. Do you want to be known as the guy who's the founder of Jersey Champs, or do you want to be known as like something else bigger than Jersey Champs? Right now, I want to be the Jersey guy. I want to be the guy for custom jerseys, but when, we'll see later. When you go to these events, do you bring pre-made jerseys for the artists, or is it like something you're going to collab with when yeah, you network there? every major artist, I'll bring a pre-made jersey and hand it to them. Really? That's so, smart. Yeah. Like, like a customized note and stuff? Uh, Not a note, just a jersey. Should maybe look into notes. Because it's more personal, I heard. Like, I was going to do that with even the... I'm getting extra shirts made down the road, and I'm going to these conventions and people I interviewed... Just through the favor, not like saying to repost it, but like they uh, they took the time to do an interview with me. So I was going to write him like a nice note, maybe give him some alcohol and give him a shirt. When you're first starting out, I heard handwritten notes are really good. That's what someone told me too. And I heard that Charlemagne, he tends to open all his stuff more if it's handwritten because it's more personal. Mm. Like a lot of people get a lot of shit, you know? That makes sense. But if they, and, it, and it's also if they like the product too, they love, you know, the jersey thing is very good. Oh, Matt, I wanted to, sorry, I might go completely off topic here. It's fine. I wanted to ask Matt something about in terms of, uh, you know, doing production for weddings and stuff. Do you get a lot of response from the, uh, because you obviously get hired to do the wedding specifically, so do you get a lot of any a lot of responses after the wedding's over from the you know bride and groom like thanking or anything thanking you or uh, saying great so or there's tips the sometimes they tips. like handwrite it right yeah and then but like it's it's bad because like I do so many weddings I can't even tell you where I was a month ago you yeah. know so it's just like if I see a couple like and they come up to me they know who I am but it's just like I don't. I don't know. Yeah, like Dude, I did your wedding. Since you're outsourced, you're outsourced through other companies usually, m- or most of the time. Right? Most of the time, but then I have my own company, and then that's more personal. Right, I was gonna you say know, we that have case a they had your contact and all info. that stuff, and like, yeah, there's more to it. Okay. But yeah, when you're outsourced, like it's, you know, right, it's different. Yeah, no, that's why I was just trying to get, like w- I don't do the editing. You know, I just yeah, shoot, get a shoot. check, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. In and out. It's too bag. much. Yeah, it's too much to uh, go back and forth. So I don't do any of the communication with them. You know, that's honestly so amazing. I would kill for that. I think cool. delegation's I big. Like you guys, you two find a good way to delegate or just not get stressed out over the minor shit. And I, I think mean, we get stressed out over the minor shit. I, you do, you do. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> they all point to me. Fuck y'all. Because it's true. Well, you know it's true. I'm not denying it. I don't know about that. <laughs> you're one of your buddies make a lot in cryptocurrency. I don't know how. Yeah, Fred. Still. Uh, I don't know about still, but he did make eight figures a year ago. Eight when figures? The wow. That's yeah. crazy. How? I'm trying to make six figures. He told me to buy an altcoin like four months ago, and it quadrupled, so I yeah. fucked up. But you, you don't know what these coins like. And these are yeah. local guys, I don't know too? with any stocks. He's from New York. Oh, word. Yeah. I met him at my conference. You said someone else was doing it, too. I forgot what. or something. Maybe weed or something. One of your buddies, he was around local. You were with him. You're like, yeah, I'll bring him. I forgot who it was. And then also, you, your mentor, who was your mentor? Ian Scherzer. He's the guy you told me you were connecting with me with at one point? That owns the phone repair in the mall? Yeah. Yeah, did I connect you with him? Yeah, I think so. Did you need your phone fixed? No, you were like, yo, you should have him on sometime. Oh, yeah. How is he, the, how's he your mentor? He just fixed so his phone? So when I first started out, like, he just helped me. He knows basic business principles. Like, he got his college degree, so he helped me out with, like, taxes and stuff. Like, basic business. Gotcha. You didn't know the tax things right away? Nah. No one teaches you that shit. That's what I'm saying. No one teaches I that in school. I still don't know for video. I know. sales tax or not. What do you... I know. Well, yeah, are knows. you a freelancer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A freelancer. So, so... That's a 1099, right? Yeah. And then, like, for my own company, like, I know a lot of people that don't. 
and I know a lot of people that do, mm. you know. So don't, don't pay at all, you're saying? Well, well, don't charge sales tax. Oh. You know? And like if you're charging sales tax on like something that's like 3,000, like that might sway them from like another like, you know, 250. That's 7%, it right? Yeah. Yeah, that adds up. Yeah, adds tax up. annoys me. I'd be like, fuck that. Yeah. But yeah. And what about a, you didn't have a, I don't know about like the credit wasn't amazing or whatever right and you knew someone yeah so I just took a credit hacking course <laughs> who who worked on your credit right like yeah like, uh, probably a lot of listeners don't have good credit here a lot of comedians listening so yeah. talk so I about had, like, that I had like a six hundred which is all right what do you have it's below average okay um and I had like twenty hard inquiries or something crazy like twenty five and you had things you didn't know about. Is that what well, it is? when you apply for apartments, you get a hard inquiry, yeah, or like cars or like mm-hmm. other credit cards, and they all affect your score. Mm-hmm. So what this guy does is he has a credit repair company, and he removes all your hard inquiries. He's on social media. Yeah, He's well, there's tons of people that do it, but he did it for me for free, just for a shout out. He normally charges a thousand, and uh, he just removed them all. How? Uh, I don't know what exactly what he did, but he placed some type of identity alert on my account or something, then disputed them. Is it like legal or is it legal shit? Just technically, it's like gray area. I love that. He <laughs> <laughs> just says it's like gray area. I don't, yeah, it's very confusing how to build a credit score up because I was listening well, to the credit, Breakfast Club. They so all bad credit. They all had bad credit, and someone helped them. Credit age is the most important, and you want to get trade lines or authorized user of people that have a long score, uh, long length of credit history. What's your credit now? Like seven eighty. That's fucking amazing. Yeah, I'm right yeah. around there too. Yeah. But like, there's like a certain amount, like. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like, past you, 760, like, it doesn't Yeah, it matter. doesn't even matter. Yeah. Like, you get 800, like, there's no such, like, you could have perfect, like... Like, we could get pretty much any card we want right now, any house. For credit score, yeah. anything over a certain amount is looked at as, as fine or good. Like, what if yeah, someone has low credit and they don't know what to do? They got to increase their credit age, most likely. So mm-hmm. you need to go to your parents and ask them to add them as an authorized user to their card. Mm-hmm. They probably had cars for, like, 10 plus years, and that will increase your credit age a lot. Interesting. Yeah, like I like co-signed on a car when I was in high school, and I had that for like two, two, three years, and then by yeah. the time I got credit cards, your like I was, yeah, yeah, it's just a good way to build credit. Yeah, I'm co-signing my car, then two credit cards. I literally tr- everything I spe- pay is credit, and then just pay my bill on time, and your credit stays fine. Just yeah, and there's some student loans though, right? Don't they fuck you? Student loans too. Yeah. No, if you have student loans, it helps. I got student loans. I know someone doesn't pay their student loans or whatever. Well, and he, he to pay them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, like he, he like he held them off or whatever. He tried to hold yeah, off. That'll fuck you up. And a lot of people them. do that if they're broke. They'll pause their student loans because you can technically pay them back whenever. But that'll make your credit worse. It'll take you longer to get up. You have to pay them or at least pay the minimum. You know, fifty bucks a month or whatever. Some people go. I want to pay straight cash, homie. Yeah. Who's that? Not you. <laughs> Follow at credit on Instagram. He has a twenty million dollar line of credit. And he's only 21. How? He got a free Tesla through credit hacking. I want to be one of And he flies people. only private jets. How is that possible? He made a course. And he's with, got white hair. He made a course with, <laughs> Ty, Lo- with Ty Lopez <laughs> mm-hmm. that put him on the map. Now he makes millions. These courses are real deal? Selling courses, yeah. The selling courses, is it, is it, is it all real deal? Is there some if scam? It's like a legit isn't... course. And it's not to, like, you got to provide value. I know. People are going to call you out if it's bullshit. Yeah. Like, I, always... I, I fuck with it, especially video. Like, some of the people that I've been following for a while, I want to see how they do stuff. And I, I pay, like, I think the most I paid for a course is 1500 Yeah. And the credit hacks you provide yeah. are worth it. Like, it's $1,000 to be on his close friends list on Instagram, and he just posts, like, cool hacks. That shit's easily worth it. Oh, the close friends list is, like, specialized stuff he sends you? So he like uploads stories that only close friends can see. Yeah, yeah you it's have like to the pay green thousand to be on it. Oh, gotcha. Did you do that or? 
I didn't, but my friend did, so I saw them all, and pff, worth it. Yeah, yeah, you just have to see it as an investment, really. You know, that's crazy. Well, how do you how do you think? What were you saying? Just pick the right person. There's so many yeah. frauds and scams, but not good. How how do you um, provide value? You think like not saying you in general, but how do you think someone should provide value? Is it too generalized of a question? Because people were like, they always give like fucking short answers whenever I ask people. They don't give like an in depth answer. It's hard to explain though to certain things. I think just like for instance, one of my favorite filmmakers, Brandon Lee, he keeps making free content on YouTube, but he tells you most of the stuff. But there's just stuff that like more complex stuff that I would want to know. So when he created that course, I was like, I'm jumping all over this. It's just, he keeps creating free content. And then once he created this thing, it was like, I think it was 1500, like, like 400 people signed up within like a week. So that's a lot of money. So just for creating that free content that, you know, equated to X amount of dollars eventually. It's kind of like the Gary V approach with the jab, jab hook thing. Remember when he did that? Yeah, well, he actually doesn't have any course, but he does so much free content that... He's like, fuck it, I'm already loaded, right? Yeah, yeah, that model works really well. Like, I just met a family at the Utah conference I was at last week. Were they Mormons? No, No, they actually weren't. Uh, (laughs) But they've been to all 50 states for free. How? Travel hacking. and they What's travel hacking? (laughs) What are they doing in the States? They're dropping a travel hacking course for 300 bucks. As soon as I drop them, I'm copping that shit. So it's pretty much they find a way to not beat the system, but like have a niche at something, and then you make a course and you get money. Yeah, they told me two hacks. I'll tell you off air. They're pretty cool. How to masturbate twice a day and still be productive? Is that your travel? <laughs> yeah. ha- is that your hack? Once a day. <laughs> I mean, credit travel hacks too. If you were gonna do a hack, what would you do? You could do a hack. You're a comedian. Hack. How to be a hack comedian? That's a bad comedian. It's not a good terminology. Good joke, Mike. Shut the fuck up. But wait, what would you I do? I mean, I got the food down. I get free food. But I mean, the flights. If you could get like first class seats for free, like that's a flex. Like, Back in yeah. the day, it was like for dummies, and now there's videos and stuff, and like courses and stuff. You could just read a for dummies book, accounting for dummies, like kind of like a hack. I remember and now those different. books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one reads now, right? Hey, you just watch a video. No, you could still read. You read books, or is it more? I try to. I bought like twenty at once, and then. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like I very did. addictive personality once I get into something. But you didn't but get into the reading? Didn't get into it. More podcasts, audio books? Same. Yeah, more audio. Me too. Audio. Do you do you listen more? You take more in? I listen while I work and I just like it. Like if I hear something dope, I'll just write it down. They say though, to actually retain the info, you have to talk about it in a conversation with someone as well. I've heard that. Like, you know what I mean? Like on the phone, like I got a friend who will call me up. He's so annoying. He'll like tell me like what he learned in an audio book. So he understands it. Yeah, I'm not friend. You know I, mean? I got a guy. friend who calls me up and does the exact same thing. Yeah. I don't call, I text it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's overload on content. That's the thing though. It's like you watch so many fucking videos. It's just hard to get all in there. Well, you just need the key points. You don't have to write down every single thing they're saying. That's where people are like fucking up. You should hire someone to do like hire Sam to do like, I'm kidding, but like a spark note version of everything you read and watch. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. He'll be doing jujitsu four times a day. <laughs> Shout out Sam. Shout out Sam. Don't give me a sleeper hold. Relax. Sleeper hold. Sleeper hold. He uh, trains at Mickey Gall. Give him the rear naked. Yeah, give him the rear naked. So give him the sleeper hold like uh, break. Uh, Guida did to fucking or Mark. Sean, you ever do that workout I gave you? I did not. Did not. But lifetime. I need it. I'm, no, I'm just asking. No big deal. Do you go to Lifetime Fitness now? Nah, I heard it's super good though. Holy shit. You Do you bet. guys go there? No. Have you been there though? Yeah. I, I don't Amazing. go to the gym. Yeah. He doesn't I was going to go there for swimming at some time. It's unreal. It's unreal. Yeah. You All go right. frequently or no? I went once and if I still lived in Bridgewater, I would go there. So oh, where technically you live, live in Jersey City? Piscataway now. Piscataway, okay. P-Town? 
Yeah. Shout out Q. No I'll, show you, I'll show you a good uh, Chinese restaurant I was down there. in Jersey City for two months because he gave me a free apartment. Did you drive from Piscataway to here? Yeah, it's only 15 minutes. I feel bad. Piscataway. I thought you lived in Bridgewater. Piscataway's <laughs> close. No, it's super close. What? So you're moving to LA next year? Yeah, next year. Are you excited? Oh my gosh, yes. I was there. I love it. I want to live there. I think it's going to... But gonna... then Mickey told you not to. He's like, if you travel everywhere else, you'll see that LA's fake and Jersey's real. Well, first care. you got to learn. I know it's fake. I just like the layout. <laughs> The thing is, I don't deal with people in person that often. Yeah, yeah I could tell. Well, not, not a bad thing. I'm happy Sometimes that's here. actually pretty good. Okay. I'm happy Sean Kelly answers my text messages. <laughs> I'm like great. so happy. He answers in a good manner. He's like, okay. Well, like, he knows you're a Bridgewater Raritan High School alum, so he gives you the I think he knows I'm an out. idiot. He's like, right, I'd rather just get it over with, talk to this kid, and get not this talk shit to off him. my fucking plate. <laughs> I, try, I try to hear in there. I text him, ask for advice, but I know he's a busy guy. I don't want to annoy him. Hey, you got a billion of those a day. Um, Mike, what do you want to... What do you want to uh, any more announcements or plugs or anything? Nah, it was, uh, we got Exotica, got the Dan Janstrix Media, yeah, creator event. Show dates. What are the dates for those guys? October seventeenth is a live pod Morristown, uh, and Exotica will be there twenty fifth to twenty seventh. October twenty seventh. Mickey Golf fight. Some wild shit. Pearl Mickey Harbor Gall's fighting December seventh, and um, when you in Chicago? You going to Chi Town? Yeah, October first. Yeah. Oh, that's next week. Yeah, yeah, quick. Um, Matt, you want anything to plug your name, your uh, company, and everything? Whatever else, whatever you guys want to do. I actually kept it kind of short. John Kelly, you, you got anything else? You got go, any, any rants, gems any or passion rants, or wisdom for the listeners? You want to call anybody out? You know, anything? Give us the best you stuff. Fight anybody? Yeah, any. We'll you do a, seriously, yeah, give us you your best fight. stuff with Celebrity the boxing? Sam Ovens mindset. <laughs> And then you could do something where you talk shit about someone, hate on someone, like, and <laughs> then you could talk about true. something local, like promoting a Mickey <laughs> Gall jersey, that, that. and then also just talk about like something that's really good and helps people out, like success in whatever field or wisdom. People love that Damn, shit and passion. That was a lot, bro. Holy shit. I know. Yeah, Mike, shut up. Uh, I'm having a free mastermind in Jersey next month. Come oh, through. Yeah. Where at? Uh, East Hanover. Not bad. Oh, next to Morton. Nice. All right. Um, what yeah. day is it? October 19th. That's the day. I'm working. Oh, no, I'm good. <laughs> what day of the week is that? That's a Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Oh, word. Yeah. Where at? Like, exactly. Oh, he said he's handing over. Let me know. I'll, look I'll promote it. I'll go to where, where? It's on his social that. media. That's what he does, man. It, I don't You'll I know. Didn't, I didn't see it yet. You could probably find tons of people to interview there. Let's go. I'm down. Have like, you done Eric Legrand yet? You go second life. I know Eric Legrand. I haven't done him, no. Oh, I've been talking to him a lot if you want me to put in the word. That'd be cool. Is he going or what's going yeah. on? Yeah. Oh no, he has a Rutgers. He's an announcer for Rutgers, yeah. actually. Any yeah. any event you need to host or whatever, and like you need an interview guy, I'll like come through and put a Jersey Champs thing on my mic and interview people. Yeah, I mean, come to all of mine. I'm having one a month. Word. I thought so I thought I was excited for Rolling Loud. And then you're like, nah, it's twenty five thousand. Two thousand. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's fucking funny. Worth it. Worth it. All right. So you got the mastermind coming up, and then anything else? Nah, just be on the lookout for me in LA. I'm on the come up hard. I think. I feel you. Uh, and then listen to a lot of Sam Evans. What, what's Sam the advice? Ovens. Sam Ovens. Sam Ovens, Alex Becker, if you're into mindset, if you're trying to get into Shopify or dropshipping, Ezra Firestone, um, Dan DeSilva, good start there. You're in a positive mindset now? Pretty positive, yeah. You came to the wrong basement. You guys <laughs> happy here. <laughs> Just kidding. You put me back into a positive. Yeah, put him back in the positive. All right, Matt, you want to say anything or add anything? Any words of wisdom? Words of wisdom. Will you wait for dinner or anything? <laughs> no, I'll stay. We I didn't have dinner. dinner. Oh, no, nice. No. Me neither. What are you thinking of? I won't eat till tomorrow. Probably Mexican. Mexican? Yeah. All right, not bad. Yeah. yeah. Most place closed right now. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, then, I guess. Hey, man, Sean, no Sean, Sean I'm proud of you. Huh? Just don't forget where you came from. Remember your roots, man. <laughs>
Will do, will do. Remember where you came from. All right. right. Does that motivate Train you? Gracie Jiu Jitsu, and I'm here whenever I'm here. All right. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. See you, boys. Can you just turn was there, wait, wait, before we end this, was there a lot of motivation, inspiration, a lot of hate from back in the day that motivate you and fueled your fire? Like, what fuels yeah, you? It helped. It helped. Hate, that, hatred does help. I can say that. What fuels you? It's that, like. Now that sort of wore off, so I haven't been as motivated. I don't work as hard as I used to, so I got to find another fuel. Like a life. negative fuel and turn it into a positive, yeah. or just a positive mindset? Just people hating me. Damn, man. That's rough. Word. No, nah, it helps. Me. It helps. Hang out with Zappia for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> like a test thing. I'll, I'll always love you. What the fuck you guys want? I was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, keep right, it basement. No one's going to give any words of wisdom here to end uh, it? I think the whole episode was a words of wisdom. Um, yeah. Words of wisdom. Listen to Keep It Basement. Yeah. Mike, end the episode. We're done here. Hit us up for t shirts. Look out for Matt's video, Sean Kelly, Sean Mike Kelly, yeah. and he's going Master to LA. Mind. And we love you guys. Thank you. Peace. 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 That was fun. Yo, this is Sean Kelly. You're listening to. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you staring at me? I'm not. You're literally staring at me. Yo, this is Sean Kelly, founder of Jersey Champs. Sam. I'm not looking at you. What the fuck are you talking about, man? Yo, this is Sean Kelly, founder of Jersey Champs, and you're listening to Keep It Basement. Check out dankstop.com. We have the biggest selection of bongs, vaporizers, accessories, anything that you're looking for in the smoking industry. Use promo code BEAWESOME. That's B-E-AWESOME, A-W-E-S-O-M-E. One word, put it together, no spaces. That's for 15% off. Check us out. Uh, Stay tuned for a giveaway that we're doing with Keep It Basement. Shout out Keep It Basement. You guys were awesome. And hopefully we speak again soon. Thank you, Louie. Shout out to Dankstop. We welcome the newest sponsor of the podcast, Fleshlight. Fleshlight is the number one male sex toy in the world. With its soft, real feel insert, patented to be so lifelike that many have proclaimed it feels better than the real thing. While there is no substitute for a real woman, amazing inner textures and over 100 possible combinations to choose from, we all have to work a little harder to keep up. Fleshlights offer an adjustable cap to control the desired suction level you prefer, as well as a channeled sleeve, able to stretch in order to accommodate the repeated discomfort of your girth. Easy to clean and durable, Fleshlight is your number one choice brand for male sex toys. Fleshlight also offers flesh skins, sleeves, anal toys, and accessories, including lube, mounts, cases, sleeve warmers, vibrators, and more. For more information, search Fleshlight on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or visit www.fleshlight.com. This is the Keep It Basin Podcast. Follow us on YouTube, subscribe to us, also on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes Music, Laughable, and wherever else you could listen to us and view us. Thank you for tuning in. play yourself don't ever play yourself don't ever play yourself don't ever play yourself congratulations you played yourself out and i go uh obviously you don't know who the sweens is okay a fucking world-renowned hip-hop and radio producer and host radio host who's done interviews with countless superstars and is a fucking multi-faceted talent so the fucking best thing you could fucking do is have him be a sponsorship for your fucking ship bag CBD oil, because the kid's a fucking legend in the game. Okay? He's the fucking greatest interview you will ever see. Howard Stern, Charlemagne, Larry King, ain't shit on Mike Sweeney. Okay? So, you're gonna wanna fucking have our business, motherfucker. Sincerely. Sincerely, the Sweeney. Get yourself shot! Yo, keep it basement. Keep it basement. Back at it, baby, with the bang bangers. Let's get ready to rumble!
Nigga, shut your ass up, man. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck, man. You are listening to Keep It in the Basement, like most Italians. If you're not Italian, keep it there anyway. Well, that's cool, because you're a fan. I'm a fan, too. You know what I'm saying? And I think, to me, fans make the best interviewers. You know what I mean? Like, Because we're asking the questions from a fan perspective. When you're a true fan, and you follow the artist, and you study your artist, and you know an artist's music, you know an artist's background, you know the questions the right questions to ask because you're asking questions from a fan perspective. And not only that, the reason you said that you're able to talk to uh, your favorite artist for an hour, it's not that you're able to talk to them for an hour. It's you're able to listen to them for an hour. It's a yeah. difference. See, a lot of interviewers don't listen. See, I'm a listener. I, like, yeah. like a lot of interviewers have 20 questions, and all they want to do is get through those 20 questions. But the yeah. truth about it is, if you ask me a question, if I ask an artist a question, and the artist answers me, if I'm listening, I'm probably going to get something else out of his answer that I want to ask him. And that's what a conversation is all about. Hello? Hello, Sipes? Yeah, Sipes, what's up? Hey, what's going on? This is Mike Sweeney. Yeah. What's up, dude? Mike Sweeney, the idiot. Got it. What, keep it what radio? Basement. Keep it basement? Like, keep it, like, keep it in the house. Keep it yeah. basement radio? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, hey, what's going on? It's your boy, Lil Dicky. Shout out Mike Sweeney, Swain, and Keep It Basement Radio. What's up, guys? This is Mickey Gall. You're listening to Keep It Basement. Keep It Basement. Making money. Oh, uh, oh I would love to tell you. I would love to tell you that basically... Uh, Mike Sweeney, the head president CEO of Keep It Basement, fully admitted. At least you know it. Keep it fucking moving. Um, Porn sex, it's like 45 minutes an hour, but like real sex is like 20 minutes. Well, maybe for me, I guess. Try like three or four hours. Hour and 45 minutes? What the fuck? It's four hours. Any words of wisdom here? Always use a condom, and if you don't use a condom, make sure you got like really strong pull-out game, okay? <laughs> pull-out game week. Yeah, wear a condom. Are you nuts? I have two hairless cats. I have one too. Can you get laid whenever with a bunch of options? How thirsty are your DMs? It's pretty lit. I ain't got Instagram. I don't got tweeters. I don't got nothing. A younger guy pick up a, a woman who's older than him. That's a really great question. How could I approach you and take you back to my room if we were sitting at a bar? You ask too many fucking questions. Don't ask no fucking questions. Plus, do funny guys get laid more? Oh, yeah, definitely. Would you date a uh, guy with a small penis? Like, how small? <laughs> How's, how big's your penis? Like, four inches? How funny are you? Then you put that video on fucking Worldstar. I hit the thing, it's YouTube. Fuck me up more. Sick of it. Stay down in the cellar and shut the fuck up. Now. Keep it basement podcast keep it description. Basement. Find Keep It Basement with the Sweens wherever you get your podcast with host Tom Zappia and Alex Nicholas. Please make that a permanent drop <laughs> in every episode. I scold them myself. Keep It Basement podcast. We out. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Stealth Mode Motorsports. It's a fucking read-through. What am I supposed to be? Act interested. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Yeah. Stealth Mode Motorsports serves worldwide motorcycle enthusiasts, racers, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and custom builders with the highest quality. Quality OEM parts for Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, Kawasaki, and Ducati. Super sport motorcycle models. We buy and sell used motorcycles as well. Based out of Charlotte, North Carolina, StealthModeBikes.com. Also on Facebook and Instagram at Stealth Mode Motorsports. Need an engine for a car? We supply engines to race teams all over the world. Lay your bike down and don't want to pay dealer pricing? Contact us for a fraction of dealer prices. Specializing in Yamaha R1 and R6, GSXR 650,000, ZX6R, ZX10R, and CBR 1000RR late model years. All current inventory can be found on our eBay store at ebay.com/str/stealthmodemotorsports. Check them out.
What do you want to do? You want to go to the Shitbag Comedy Show and then maybe try to roll through stress? Guys, follow your dreams and listen to Keep It Basement. Rate, subscribe. Thanks, guys. Peace. Just masturbate if all else fails. Peace. Good job with California. You don't like it? Fuck it. You get on a plane, fly home. That's it. Take a chance. Four minutes at the comedy club in New Brunswick. Four minutes. Might turn into a, a spot on a Jimmy Kimball Tonight Show. You never know. You got to try it. You just can't stay on a safe route because then you're going to end up being kind of bitter when you get older. That you didn't take no chances. That's it. That's my view on things.